This week on the PS Premiere Podcast, Seb says, I'm um, actually... First of all, they're not zombies. I reveal the real reason I hate Resident Evil 3. I th- um, I'm a big scaredy cat. And Mitch tells us about the grand opening of his kangaroo and barbecue supply store. He had a guy with like a massive pair of scissors. So it's like, you know, like it's understandable at least why in that context you would run away from them. Hello and welcome to the 36th episode of the PS Premiere Podcast. Episode 36. 36. That's a big number. Wow. Uh, 36. 36. That's a, a number of no significance, so I don't know why I'm fixating on it so much. Uh, I'm your host, James Smith, and today I am joined by a regular cast of Doreen Ford. Hello, it's me. I'm Dory. Uh, I go by she, her pronouns. Uh, I've got really exciting news to share with everybody later, but for right now, you can find me on Twitter and uh, Twitch at Declare192. Mitchell O'Brien. Ooh, we're doing we're doing full names now. Um, well, you can find me on... T- yes, yes, very professional and pristine, I can see. <laughs> and, you, and you can find me on Twitter at Mitchob1012. And Sebastian Cardoni. <clears throat> yep. Uh, I hope everybody's having a great week. I know Dory is. Uh, you'll see why. Uh, you can follow me at LittleSev93. Great. Uh, yeah, no housekeeping this week. Um, so as usual, uh, we'll just get straight into what we're playing. Um, Dory, do you want to kick us off this week? Sure, sure, sure. Um, I've got a very eclectic list this week. Um, so I'll start off by talking a little bit about Disco Elysium. Not too much, but... Um, so I I play I've been playing Disco Elysium for the pa- the final cut for the past couple weeks ever since it came out and then um, I beat it. Technically, I saw credits twice. I went back to an important you know one of those parts of video games where it's like if you do this thing then nothing then you can't come back and blah blah blah. Um, so I I reloaded that save point and then I did the had a very different ending which was very fun because I'd actually never gotten that ending before. So it's a very different ending for me. Um, so I've now beaten Disco Elysium three point five times um kind of um something i wanted to talk about with it though what's that (laughs) jesus yeah um something i want to talk about is um that there was a big situation going on with disco on the ps4 and i'm only going to glance over this in the future when i talk about it more but basically um there were some bugs uh that were in the game um and Basically, they were causing people to not be able to get certain items that were very important for certain quests. Uh, you can find a lot of discussion about this on the subreddit for Disco Elysium. Um, so I was keeping up to date with that. Luckily, by the time I finished, all, all the bugs, pretty much all of the bugs, were patched. Uh, and the game is very playable now. Um, you had to like like press X. I know it doesn't sound significant, but in a 20-hour game where you're constantly clicking the X button, having to click it twice instead of just once to check out an individual thing in the environment can get very frustrating. Um, so they fixed that and now it's smooth, uh, it's smoother UI. Um, they patched uh, the major bugs that were stopping people from doing certain side quests or certain uh, getting really important items uh, like your badge. Um, so I just kind of wanted to say it was a little bit of a mess, but uh, I don't know how to pronounce the publisher, the developer's name, Zom, Z-A-U-M. Um, they... 
they uh, they came through. Uh, they they dropped two patches in one day. I've never seen a studio do that before. But they literally dropped dropped patch one point three and one point four on the same day, um, and pretty much fixed most issues after about a week of issues being complained about. So very good um, service right there to all the fans, which I certainly appreciate. But anyway, if, uh, oops, yeah. Sorry, but if I was to quickly add something in. It's so was it to like you had to double tap X to select an item or it's very finicky. Like you would press X, but if you moved even slightly while you were walking over there, or if you adjusted uh, your position, okay. or if you pressed another button, like it was very finicky. Like it, it mm. wouldn't check out the thing that you wanted to check out in the environment, and instead, mm. you know, Harry, the detective, would just stand there like an idiot uh and um you know just just kind of shuffling around like yeah yeah because because it's it's stuff like that that sort of like i I mean you know granted i know like next to nothing about proper game development but it's stuff like that where you sort of wonder how that gets past you know qa testing and whatnot because i mean you know like i'd say you know a lot of testers would have had you know similar issues so i'm surprised yeah. that sort of made no, I'm into surprised the, they, in the, the credits there are but, yeah. there are there are a fair amount of testers uh qa people mm. who tested this game so i'm surprised it got passed it may have been just one of those smaller things and yeah and, i mean i would imagine design, like yeah i would imagine yeah. it's one of them things where it was caught by qa but they just didn't have time to fix it before launch yeah. Yeah, for sure. Mm. So I think mm. that's what it was, but it's been fixed, and most issues with Disco yeah. Yeah. on the PS4 and PS5 have been fixed. There's still some small bugs here and there. I I uh, did have five crashes, I think, over the 15 hours I played, so not great, um, but they were very sporadic, um, except for one, which happened in two places, or except for two crashes, which happened in one place towards the end of the game, uh, and I lost a Damn. little bit of progress but i i i learned to save early and often in that kind of game so so um dory yeah. so if you would recommend this game would you recommend it more on pc or is the con about the same i would i would still lean towards pc over uh ps it's not a bad experience on ps4 and ps5 um if you don't have a pc that you think will handle it definitely go for ps4 it's it's certainly playable um it's not going to be like give you a hard time at this point but um, you'll probably have a smoother. I, I did a little bit of testing, and I think I talked about this last week, but just very briefly, like, loading times are at least, like, a little bit quicker on PC, at least for me, um, compared to my PS4. So I heard PS5 had even more issues than PS4, honestly. Yeah, I heard that, uh, too. Really. Yeah. 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 So, uh, so I, I you know, that was their first game. That was their first time ever porting a game. Honestly, if they only really need, like, three patches or four patches... Like that's that's not too bad. I I don't and it's a quick turnaround too. So I'm I'm a I'm a, I'm a Zom defender. That's probably not how you pronounce their the dev's name, and I really apologize. <laughs> um. All right. Anyway, that's all I have to say about Disco. Look forward to more later. Um. Right. I played a couple demos. Um. Based on the Nintendo Indie Showcase, uh, which obviously at PS Premiere, aka Pro Switch Premiere, uh, we will talk about extensively. Um, Switch gang. That's right, Switch gang. <laughs> Um, uh, but, uh, yeah, so I played when the past was around, uh, I played a demo. It's a point and click adventure. Um, it's very pretty, very, very pretty. Which one um, was this again? I, I don't, it's remember. called, it's called when the past was around. But what, what's it, what, what kind of, what's it like? I'm glad you asked James I'm about to explain. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so it's a point and click adventure where you basically have this woman who's dealing with 
um, grief over losing somebody, and it's a puzzle to kind of move from room to room in order to process that grief. Um, it's you know it's standard fair point and click. I didn't think it was that interesting, but I did have to like write down at one point in my in my uh, this app that I use called Evernote, uh, and I had to write down like a bunch of numbers and like what they corresponded to because I couldn't fucking remember it. I tried like multiple times to like remember something. But like, you know, so I had to write down like one, four, three, four, six, four, one, square, star, leaf, star, circle, star, star, square. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. Um, so, yeah. So like basically the numbers corresponded to the shapes on a piano. And basically you had to hit the piano notes in the correct order. Um, and the combination so of Silent Hill. Yeah, sure. So... Yeah. I actually yeah. had a giant uh, man with a pyramid head, uh, like chasing you around. Funny that you mentioned that. Oh no! Um, they're gonna get copyright <laughs> oh, striked any any moment. I don't know how the, what they're doing. Mm, but um, who's the owl guy? I don't know who the owl guy is. See, I only played the demo, right? So I only mm. played the first twenty minutes. I presume it's her husband who's passed away, but I don't remember. Um, mm. It's a very surreal. That's the other thing too. This game is very surreal. It is very artsy style. I've I've mm. watched the showcase and you guys were talking about like owl guys and and stuff. I don't remember this at all. No, so I was inspired to check out um like featured games on the on the eShop and uh and that was on there. Sorry, a little bit of confusion. Right. That wasn't brought up at the Nintendo. Sh that one of these games I'm about to mention was the other one wasn't. This is the okay. one that wasn't. That makes sense. So yes, um so, the other one like that all... was. Oh, yeah. sorry. Sorry about that. Uh, it looks like it's only like an hour long too. Yeah, the demo was yeah. only 20 minutes, 15, 20 minutes. And that's because I'm not very good at puzzles. <laughs> um, the other game I played was a for a demo called Never Yield. And that was at the showcase. Yes, uh, I remember very... this one well. Yes. Mainly because of the music. Yes, so excellent music. Uh, very jazzy uh, hip-hop, which I love. Um, I'm a big fan of that kind of music. Um, I it was very It's very stylish. The graphics are cool. Great music. I don't know about the gameplay. It's okay. Um, on higher difficulties, you can get rid of the slow motion, and it looks like a speedrunner's dream. But I, for anyone else, I don't know if I can re recommend it. Um, I should say, for both of these demos, neither of them really convinced me to buy the game. Um, I felt like in 20 minutes, or 30 minutes, actually, I think it timed me in-game. But um, I got pretty much everything I would get out of this game. I can't imagine it offering too much more. But it's it's a good it's a good soundtrack. You should go pick up the soundtrack and yeah, support that's, game dev. That's for, like uh, um, of color. that's the vibe that I got from the the demo. Was like the gameplay looks a little bit, it looks fun. Um, doesn't look incredible, but the music is at least from the I think one or two tracks they had in that trailer. It, it seems like yeah. it's possibly soundtrack of the year material. Yeah, it's, mm -hmm. it's it sounded really good. Um, I really enjoyed it. They didn't have too many different tracks, which surprised me, but what they did have was really good. Um, and so I was I was really um, I, I liked it. I enjoyed it. I don't know. Again, I don't know that I could like fully endorse playing it, but check out the demo. Maybe you'll like it. And on higher difficulties, like I said, you can remove slow motion. Uh, um, and it's uh, probably a better experience for some folks. I, I saw, I had a conversation with one person who was complaining about slow motion, but I, I didn't mind it. It helped me. Uh, I was actually playing it <laughs> during class because I'm so, uh, school school has been very exhausting lately. So sometimes I need games to kind of zone out while I'm listening to the lecture. Um, but yeah, so a bit repetitive. I don't know. It, it, it was, I buy the soundtrack and check out the demo. That's what I'll suggest. It looks like a stylish mobile game. Maybe. Yeah. 
That's that's what I think too. Is it, it fun is. at least? Like overall, like it's repetitive. Is it fun? Like in spurts? Uh, it's it's kind of fun at first, but then you quickly get the hang of it, and then once you do, normal or easy mode or whatever it is, feels like like what are you even doing at that point? You should just start over and do it on normal or hard or whatever it is. They've got different difficulties. I don't know what they're called. Um, but yeah, very stylish, very fun in in sort of like small spurts, like Seb said. I don't know. Again, it, it depends on how much it is. If it's like a ten buck game, ten bucks, uh, I wouldn't I would not buy it. I guess I will say. Yeah. Um, the other game I've been playing, James will be happy to hear this is Bloodroots. Uh, excellent um, game. I don't have a ton to say about it because I really only like got into it for a half an hour last night, but it was a ton of fun. I'm already really enjoying it. Um, it I don't usually like roguelites or or games in which you die in one shot, but this feels pretty fair. Um, all the enemies are pretty like standard laid out, and the fact that you can grab anything as a weapon is great. Uh, I really like the animation style. Um, I think I missed a couple of details at the beginning about the story, but I presume that's not really super important. The story is um, actually um, decent. It's interesting. Uh, my review, okay. my review's up on the channel if anyone's curious about that. But um, yeah, the story like it goes some interesting places. I don't think it necessarily, without spoiling anything, uh, pulls off what it's trying to achieve in the end. But it definitely has some interesting themes that it sort of plays around with. Okay, cool. Well, I'm very much looking forward to more. Uh, I bought it on sale and used some of those Super Mario coins to bring it down to thirteen bucks. Um, so uh yeah looking forward to playing more of that and then lastly i i finished and mitch will know this i finished batman telltale uh season one yeah. uh, the other day <clears throat> seb would also know this actually both of you were there mm. um <clears throat> but i've been streaming it and people have been helping me make bad slash good choices uh mostly chaotic <laughs> choices at this point because of latent latency and just mashing buttons um mm. i will say about season one overall i thought it had great writing um, I think most of your choices actually matter or actually impact the plot. Not all of them. Some of them don't matter. Some of them just, you know, or some of them are cyclical. But I just kind of, you know, the re I, I don't have that expectation of telltale anymore, right? I don't have that idea that, oh, every choice I'm going to make is going to be this big bombastic thing. I'm like, no, there will be a couple of choices that actually matter and actually impact the plot. Everything else is just kind of fluff or flavor mm -hmm. for character dialogue. And I'm, I'm okay I with that. Hmm. I feel like I feel like the funny thing with Telltale is that despite them essentially popularizing the point and click choose your own adventures style of game, they're I don't want to say like the worst at it, but like there's definitely been a lot of other developers that have done that formula and done it a lot better. I, Do you I'd know argue. why I think that is? Is because when Telltale was around they sort of did um so many games uh so mm -hmm. they like had a, a mix of weak ones and strong ones just because they were doing so many at the same time uh which was yeah, ultimately yeah. probably their downfall whereas you've got um it, yeah whereas you've got don't nod with life is strange who only do life is strange well i mean they do more now sorry but like when it comes to life is strange and they're focused on that they mm -hmm. they do that well and then when they try and take on more than one thing at once like twin mirror it doesn't seem to turn out so well. Yeah. No, no. I, I think, and I think even Dory, like, sort of offhandedly mentioned it in a stream yesterday, but it's like the fact that they also just put so much money into obtaining licenses and brands yeah. 
is partially, I don't want to say like partially due to their downfall, but it's like, I mean, like, sure, uh, Batman and Walking Dead, and I, I think they're even tossing up the idea. Yes, no, sorry, they did a Guardians of the Galaxy Telltale series, yeah, which yeah. And Game I'm, of I'm yet, I'm yeah, and I, I'm yet to finish uh, the Guardians one because it, it, it frankly wasn't that good. But um, I think, like, I think part part of the downfall was that they see at especially near the end of their reign i guess you could say they seem to put more effort into actually um what you call like actually just like sort of pumping out new ips and stuff that you know hypothetically would guarantee to get a big buck um rather than actually properly putting in the time and effort for story and stuff yeah for sure because yeah there was like like, like, you can tell there was a bit of that sorry you go you go you go Uh, there was a bit of that like sort of factory vibe where it's kind of like they have these things on a production Mm. line yeah exactly exactly and i like you could tell that they still put some effort into you know voice acting and writing and whatnot but i mean technically i think it's it's universally agreed that like majority of telltale's um games and products were just awful technically speaking and yeah, I, I don't needed an extra couple of months of development to patch out any bugs. I, and stuff. I've only like, really played like um, some of the Telltale games. Like I played uh, uh, Wolf Among Us or whatever it's called. Is the that best what one? it's called? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Wolf Among Us, and then um, I played uh, Walking Dead season one, and then I played Batman. Uh, now I played Batman season one, um, and uh, I don't know. I like. I generally think you're right that they have a lot of tech issues like their graphics don't really age super well um Hmm. but Hmm. i still think the writing at least in batman i i think they they make really bold choices um in terms of Hmm. plot in terms of what happens to certain characters i mean that's the fun Hmm. of the and and i understand why they spent so much money on different series because when you do your own thing and you have the license you can put these characters in so many different positions that they would never be in in the comics or that movie studios would never do, right? Um, That's you know, true. Kill That's off, true. Kill off That's certain true. characters, or or have different things happen to them. Mm-hmm. I think the I think the most groundbreaking thing, you know, that I gravitated towards at least when it released was that it was probably the first major example of like a, like a popular media something in like popular media or whatever the correct term is, where it was actually like a proper like rated rated M for mature game or essentially like yeah. starring batman because you know like yep. like literally like the first 10 seconds of the first episode someone someone's like heads get someone gets someone's on the head. brains get blown out yeah exactly and like i mean you know like seeing that for the first time I was like oh crap they, so this they is what did it before doing. arkham knight did mm-hmm. yeah and and before arkham knight did a lot of things wrong but that that's another story for another day yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway so i i really like I, I really enjoyed my time with telltale um i don't think i would have played it or i would have been as excited if i didn't have the group play option which is finicky because the telltale network doesn't work super well um i had to disconnect mm. at least once every stream if not twice um so yeah. i i don't i wish they would fix their service but i know they're never going to um there's probably just no incentive economically for them to do that so i'll just mm. accept it mm. but i'm really excited to play I think, too. yeah yeah I, I was gonna say something i guess you know one of 
and and I brought this up in your stream yesterday, Dory, but it's like there's without spoiling it, there's like certain scenes in um Telltale games and episodes where, you know, like some really brutal stuff may happen and you know, like like granted it's still like haunting and like brutal and whatnot, but then you've got with the graphics and art style and whatnot, I'm not sure what it is really, but you have like, you know, splatters of blood and it's supposed to be like really haunting and gothic and then it's just like a you can tell it's just like a JPEG of like some red sort of that's been splashed over an object. And I I mean for me it I wouldn't say it took me out of it, but like there there was a point where I'm like, okay, you know, if this had either better texturing, better lighting or something, that like, you know, the proper horror mm-hmm. of that moment could sort of be brought out a bit more. Cause well, I, the, I mean, yeah. I, you, go, go you go. Oh, the problem with Telltale is somebody that, uh, beat all their, I beat every single Telltale game they ever made. And, um, mm. they just, they're using a really old engine and, yeah, yeah. That's why they had a ton of technical issues for the longest time. Mm. Um, which, but yeah, it, it was a nightmare, but the, sto- but the stories were great though. It's really weird yeah. though. Cause like, and it's kind of sad that I'm sure when, like, before they shut down, they were gonna they they announced or something that they were putting the Wolf Among Us two on a new engine. Um, I, th- I think well, I I know they announced something like big that no Wolf Among Us two yeah they, 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 I mean it's still coming out like they're working on yeah. it right now but uh, supposedly yeah. I'm still like I'm oh, still yeah, really are. I'm still really foggy on like the story behind that development of the studio coming back like is it the same people is it just another company using the same name trying to bank off the legacy you know like uh, those are the questions that i would like answers i think to. and they're probably out there I, it's, it's, it's the research. latter yeah like it's, it's the latter like it's it's basically a completely new company they do have some people yeah. from the old telltale mm-hmm. but as far as mm-hmm. i understand um yeah. most of it is uh new people yeah. a new mm-hmm. studio um it's yeah. not it's not the same old team yeah but it was uh, management yeah. yeah it was llcg entertainment that bought them out but they did have a skeleton crew when they technically went bankrupt so there's still some people that stayed over stayed by stayed behind but uh, uh a good example of the new engine was that was was uh, walking dead the final season that game ran really well uh i i know that it wasn't just them that worked on it but like it, that's what the, that's what their games would look like in this generation or last generation uh had they uh not gone bankrupt so i, I really yeah I, I it really nice in the cell shading and everything it was impressive mm, mm, definitely so i'm excited definitely. i'm excited for wolf among us too for sure wolf among us I'm, is the best one that they made honestly i'm 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 indifferent about that just because i don't really have any attachment or experience with the wolf among us but i'm i'm interested to see what they may do beyond that and if they're gonna I guess you could say repeat the same mistakes of old Telltale, well, where they just put all their money and bank into, you know, famous yeah. IPs and whatnot. But, they should have. Yeah. They should. They should have stayed focused on like three IPs. It should have been Sam and Max. Mm. It should have been Walking Dead, and it should have been The Wolf Among Us. Like those were the three, yeah. cons- like, consistent franchises. And they yeah, were they Sam and Batman. Batman. I mean, I, I think Batman was a good choice, but um, yeah, Batman. Was, I, I think. Yeah, Batman was a good choice for them, but I think like Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, that yeah, one. We made a really lot of bad choices. Bad. Mitch, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, yeah. And the thing yeah. is, 
I don't know why these developers keep trying to sort of paddle all these boats at the same time because you've got I mean it's like Platinum like does paddling. it Platinum does it as well like they've got um, uh, Transformers like, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles they like did uh, I think, there were so yeah, many but, games but on the go like, they've got like nine projects on the go at any given time like, that's true I, but and it just yeah. it, it ends up if it doesn't end up cl- uh, making it like you're with your company shutting down because you've taken yeah. on too many things it ends up like platinum where you've got all these yeah. projects and several of them just end up in the abyss like where's bayonetta 3 where's babylon's fall but I, I do think i think i do think those mediocre games like the ninja turtles game and the transformers games pay the bills i think they just make those mm-hmm. pay the bills, honestly uh yeah. i mean not, not that you could they have unlimited money oh, now. yeah yeah I, I was gonna say like with because platinum had like yeah that really weird time in the like, like mid 2010s where they did like a, a few licensed games back to back like old like you know classic franchises from the 90s and 80s and whatnot mm-hmm. so like i mean like i'd say yeah they pay the bills because you could tell that they were like like lower budget type of games that they probably put together within like you know i'd say like one or two years really. yeah yeah i think that's why they wanted to get purchased because they were yeah. They were barely getting. I don't know if they were barely getting by there, but they were definitely. I think internally they were having some struggles. They they were just yeah, taking like, anything to get by. Like I wouldn't be surprised if the cost of the actual IPs themselves cost more than you know actual development of the everything. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like we've gone so far from Telltale. Oh, Batman at this point. season one, everything. <laughs> Telltale, uh, good job. I'm excited for season two. Yeah, one, one last thing on hmm. Telltale. I, I I do think Game of Thrones and Batman must have cost a lot of money to get the license for. So I think yep. Batman did hurt it. Game of Thrones especially. Game yeah. of Thrones especially. Game of Thrones I wish they hadn't done. And, and Back to the Future and Jurassic Park they shouldn't have done. Uh, I, no, I, I wish they had just kept with Walking Dead, Batman, Wolf Among Us. Of course, coincidentally, those are the games I've played, by the way. Um, <laughs> but don't think about that. Um, I hear the, uh, I've, I've heard mixed things, uh, specifically here, but I hear the, um, one for, um, oh, uh, what is it? Borderlands? Uh, uh, Gearbox one. I can't remember what it's Borderlands. called. Borderlands. Borderlands. Mixed things? Oh, yeah. People, that game is universally loved. Yeah, it's probably uh, just me. I hate it. It's probably it's just, just James. Like it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, uh, it's universally it's, oh, loved oh, except for James. That's actually a Metacritic rating. I don't and, know uh... <laughs> I actually really enjoyed Minecraft story mode. Like that had actually had a lot of heart. Like that was surprisingly really? that was surprisingly good. I felt really sad when a over a pig. I'll just say yeah. that. But the funny thing is that, <laughs> that, that game that game became really rare and it was like ninety nine dollars on the You Minecraft know what else store. became rare? That pig. <laughs> yeah. Oof. That's actually Too soon. Right. Ooh. Too soon. All right. So anyway, who's going next? That's actually what happened. <laughs> uh all right uh seb what have you uh, what have you been playing this week well i was playing uh nba 2k 21 as you guys were watching me play before the podcast um i don't really have much to say like now that i uh played a lot of games and got my points up i'm i'm averaging like 50 points a game and triple doubles and now it's getting easy like laughably easy that's just how it goes in career mode i'm also playing yakuza zero obviously i'm doing those videos but I haven't played in a while. I just I I, I kind of put it down for this week. So I, I played like mm-hmm. one more chapter and then I stopped. I already beat it on the PlayStation. Oh, um, quick 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 question with Yakuza Zero. Sorry, how long does that game take to beat? Because I've I've got Yakuza Like a Dragon and I also just bought Yakuza Zero like a couple of days ago on sale. I haven't like 
picked it up. Like, I haven't properly played it yet. But, like, how... Like, would you say it's probably better to start with that and then go into Yakuza Like a Dragon or yeah. just sort of, like, go straight into... To, yep. me, to me, I'd play it in chronological order. But if you really want to play Like a Dragon, you can because it's a spin-off game and it doesn't really have to. Yeah. I, I do... Th I, 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 I've heard that... So... I, so there's hmm. that. Oh, that's I've, I've, yeah. But, uh, hmm. So the, I don't know. I would recommend Yakuza Zero first. In terms of how long it is... It's really dependent on you because there's a shitload of side side stuff to do in that game. There's a big like city map, and you can do all these sub stories. So it's totally up to you. If you were just doing the, the main story, probably it's probably in the twenties, like yeah, maybe thirties. Yeah, if you're right. watching all the cutscenes, you're not getting bored. Because I know I know that game can be those games can be very slow. Like the, the, the cutscenes do wear on you because there there is like ten minutes where you just put the controller down and watching. Uh, yeah. Keep, even like a dragon's like that. So just keep that in mind. People don't know what they're in for when they get in that series. Like that game, it has like the Metal Gear Solid, uh, like flavor where you literally put the controller down for ten minutes and watch. I it love stuff. Metal Gear Solid Four. Let's go. Yeah. So <laughs> the combat's really fun and and like it's crazy. You know, it's wonky. It has like it's serious but also goofy at the same time. It's really great. It's a great series. Mm. I can't even say it's underrated anymore because now it's a million. There's a million ways to play it now. Now that it's on Game Pass yeah. and PC yeah. and play, PlayStation. So. But bring yeah. popcorn. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, it, it, it's a, it's a, it's very much so a movie or a TV show in a game. So yeah, Type so of thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I would start with uh, the zero, zero. So I, I'm also playing Skyrim on Game Pass. Uh, I was just in the mood to play it again. I beat it like five times, but I don't know. It's like it's like Resident Evil Four. I just get the itch, and they know it. That's why they put it on every platform. Um, just I, said. Yeah. <laughs> But I, but, I, but I'm I'm trying out a, a thief like archer build, so I'm kind of playing the game like a third person shooter or a first person shooter, because I'm literally just using a bow, naming with a mouse and keyboard. So it feels like I'm playing like a slow version of Doom, in a way. It's really fun. It's totally different when when we play with a mouse and keyboard compared to a, a controller. Yeah. Yep. So I don't have to say much about Skyrim. You guys will probably all know what Skyrim is. Everyone's played Skyrim, right? Yeah. Yeah. What's uh, Skyrim? I uh. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> I may not have yeah, played Skyrim. God. Oh my god! I, mean, I, I haven't played, played Skyrim. Skyrim? Really? I, I don't think I've ever played Skyrim. Skyrim. Have you ever played <laughs> Elder Scrolls? Like any game? I played. I I remember vaguely playing Elder Scrolls when I was younger. I don't remember which game it was, but I don't think it was Skyrim. It was probably Oblivion. I would guess. Yeah, I think I played Oblivion. I think, yeah. but very briefly, and I didn't get into it. And I. Oh my god, Dory! Look out! That's Todd Howard behind you. He's coming to sell you Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Tell me lies, tell me no. Um <laughs> I uh oh they, they, loud. <laughs> they do have Mar they do have Morrowind and Oblivion and Skyrim on Game Pass now, so definitely check that out. Everything on Game Pass. I was, Those I was, games I was, are great. I was gonna say that's everything on there. Oh, we're a PlayStation podcast. Like, oh my god, yeah, 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 yeah. my kidneys on Game Pass. Game Pass that came to discount on my kidneys currently. <laughs> but you know what though, like I've uh I've I've played the uh, Amazon Echo version of Skyrim. I don't have any of you guys played that. I I have yes. the Echo version of Skyrim. What? Yeah, yeah so you, it's you like play on Amazon. They they <laughs> made it they made it as a, as a a joke because you know like Skyrim gets ported to everything. That's the joke. Yeah, yeah. So like yeah, yeah. they but... called it uh they called it Skyrim very special edition and it was like an E three joke one year yeah. but like they actually made it so yep. you can actually oh, go and, you can actually download it and it's fun. It's fun because nope. it's like a, it's like a text-based adventure game. Yep. 
uh where you give it commands like you know go into yep. the cave and that stuff uh and yep. it, it does it and so it's it's actually a lot of fun so you know so does, does alexa actually say to you hey you're awake or <laughs> no <laughs> unfortunately okay. no she doesn't i could probably play it on my uh, yeah. fridge i have a smart fridge i can probably play it on that too if i really wanted to you can play skyrim and anything i've got a thing on my uh on my echo where i say uh, alexa intruder alert and she says never should have come here and starts playing the skyrim combat music <laughs> <laughs> oh no <laughs> so uh, i'm also playing uh oddworld soulstorm which we'll talk about so i yes i didn't play much this week so yeah well, you played more than me. That's for uh, well, my sure. usual, my usual self. Uh, yes. Mitch, what have you been playing? Um, I've I've managed to get in a few things actually. Um, I you know I I do think I mentioned I beat Ghost of Tsushima last week. Last time I was on the podcast, so I'm just sort of working my way through all the open world stuff, trying to hopefully get the plat. Um, my way but sorry, mm, mm. but um. <laughs> But speaking of a plat, I did manage to plat um, Doom Eternal, which I n- never really expected to do. But by the end, it was actually a much easier platinum to do than I was expecting. I'd say like the only things that sort of got tedious by the end were the battle mode trophies. But I, for some reason, already played a ton of battle mode at launch, so I didn't really have that much to go Why? now. I don't know. I I've got no idea. I like I I play it now, and I'm like, this is this is oh, not good. Not good. So how did you not how good. did you how did you handle the uh, nightmare difficulty? Uh, like I I did that like all the way back last year, so I I kind of forget. Um, but I mean, you know, I I got through it. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, like to be fair, like it, it's not even the hardest difficulty. Like, I think not not to mention like the extra lives and stuff really sort of came in handy by like at, at the end of the campaign but um yeah I, I i honestly can't say how i handled the ultra nightmare difficulty because Mitch, that was, you know like, this platinum good. makes you a real gamer tm i just want you to know it that it actually like, does it it. you're a pro gamer yeah. especially getting the platinum with oh, a controller oh. this is a mouse and keyboard game and you did it with a controller so that's not you we're not even on your level now. You you have ascended like above all. I have, I have Bert, ascended the greatest. First, Mitch yeah. plays Resident Evil Four, and now this. I mean, he's just he's just met us hmm. and then just r- rushed past us. He's gonna start. He's gonna start rising on the podcast. Like when we're. That's right, Mitch, rise <laughs> yeah. up. It's gonna be a ray of. It's gonna be a ray of light. Like. Oh. Like the Halo like, music. The Halo yeah. music is yep. gonna start playing. Oh. The funny thing is, he has a light above his head. It would have been hilarious if that. Like right when I said it, that would be the perfect timing. Oh <laughs> uh, no, I don't have it on. But um, yeah, yeah. So so I planned Doom Eternal, and I've moved on to the first DLC because the season pass was on sale. So I played through the Ancient Gods Part One, um, and I'd say you know like the difficulty literally just picks up right where it ended. Like you've got they they don't really sort of welcome you back in gently with a couple like easy you know oh, like no. um no it, it it's no. full on you know you've got cybermancubuses and and everything I, I forget the names of the enemies but um you, you just got a lot of the the big guys where you have to sort of just expend a lot of your rambo out the gate but i mean you know that that's kind of the the charm yeah. it's rough like i i could not yeah. get to the end of it 
uh and by god i tried did you, did you beat it no really the, the oh. dlc no damn okay i i um, um i stopped i think it must have been like halfway through and i was on normal yeah. difficulty i mean just yeah, just, no, just look down man. on these presents like you're mitch you're a god now so look down on these presents james is nothing to you now flex on and mitch you are everything uh it's true it's true uh no um but yeah i i think you know i kind of get where you're coming through the, from though james because it it, it the DLC really thing for a, a second. A I was like, "Wait, do they have an alternative way of saying I get where you're coming from?" If not for those, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say, if not for those like enemies with the axe, like the was the martyr was named Marauder. Right? Yeah. Marauder. Yeah, Marauder, Marauder yeah. Yeah. Those are the ones that those are the ones that like and make the game like ten times harder than it is. I, I, just, I hate the Marauders. All I, my homies hate the Marauders. I yeah. love it so much, though. I love it so much. They everyone said after they played Doom Eternal that they hated the Marauder. So for the first DLC, they put two. Oh, uh, they put yeah, two against yeah. you at once. And can can <laughs> so, I can I be um brutally honest right here? Yeah, I, I found the um two v one marauder encounter pretty easy. I'm I'm, I'm not even going. All right, uh, all right, okay. It's it's all in the super shotgun and and plasma cannon, yeah, whatever it's yeah. called. It's... <laughs> Once you go what? for that combo, every marauder is easy. It is, yeah. and I beat Dark Souls in one go world. without dying. All right. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. I'll, oh, right, I'll I'll go sorry, through it again sorry. and show you so how I, I did. How many Souls games have you beaten? For me, none. Or... Oh, oh, Mitch, Mitch, N none. They're too hard. Flyer. <laughs> I'm so confused. I'm so confused. All the way back. Down. You're giving me mixed signal level. right now. You're giving I'm me so mixed confused. Signal. You were you were Seb's idol, and now <laughs> now you just played me. Uh, 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 but um, do you I, believe? I, I'd say the. the... <laughs> I'd say the biggest, the I'd say a lot of the difficulty from the DLC though comes from the fact that all of the fights, especially in the final level, just drag on for way too long, to the point where it becomes more so a battle of attrition than actual yeah. skill. Like there's, there's like I'd say a lot of, I mean at least how it felt, a lot of the battles in the final level last about ten to fifteen minutes. Which you know, in the in the main game, they average about five minutes each, but they go on for so long, and after a while, you just become exhausted, and and not in a good way. Yeah, it's like you know, you take out like what five waves, and it's like okay, okay, that's that's good, that's good. You know, we're wrapping things yeah, up here, it's all good, and then they hit you with another five, and it's like okay, yeah, Jesus, yeah. See, this is why I didn't play the DLC because I'm like, I I got my I got very frustrated with the second to last boss, and after I finished that mm. and the last boss, and this is just a normal, I was like, I'm good. I don't need any more Doom. Like, I maybe I'll play Doom's 2016, but otherwise, Wait, like, I'm did, good on Doom. Did, did, did you say the second to last boss gave you trouble? Found, I hated the second to last. He found boss. it easy. I'm sure it. he he found it very easy. Yeah, Mitch Mitch found. Mitch, uh, wait, no, 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 bring that key back. How was the second to last boss for you in nightmare mode, my friend? I hate this. It wasn't too bad. Oh! Just, uh, just get all the DPS weapons. Uh, I looked up uh, it, so many it, strategy it, guides on YouTube, and I still it still took me forever no, to beat her. Like, yeah, so that's like the flying one, and you got a super yep. shotgun in, and... Yep. 
Yep. Huh. It was the it was okay. the floor was lava. The floor was fucking okay, lava. Yeah, that's that that is true. That is true. That, yeah, that was that's annoying. that's what I struggled with. Not not so much mm -hmm. her. Just I I had the strategy down, but yeah. it's just the floor was fucking lava. And yeah, Doom is Doom is not as competent of a platformer as it wishes to be. Like it's okay, no. but it's like it's no. not as good as it thinks it is. No, no, not at all. That, that I think there's. The, the worst parts of Doom Eternal, and I have no idea why they decided to bring it back even more for the DLC, are the swimming sections. Doom Doom does not... Doom The Doom Slayer or Doom Guy, whatever the hell he's called, does not have time for swimming. He just... He just apparates into locations, and he has no time for swimming. N not to mention, I don't know how he can actually swim in his suit. That thing must weigh like 15 tons or something, but... <laughs> You know, oh, oh, oh well. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah I, I'd say look, only really buy the DLC if you were like, you know, like a, a big enough fan of the base game to like actually beat it on like, you know, higher difficulties than normal because otherwise you're probably going to struggle. Like I know yeah. the, the final boss in the first DLC was like, that was a pain and super stressful to get through at the end. But, um, you know, like I, I got through it, but like it's it's definitely one of those things where I wouldn't go back to replay it necessarily, just because the the combat encounters are just way too long. Like you know, even even if I was to get you know all the trophies in that as well, which I mean you know I'm, I'm I don't really feel like trying to attempt the extra life mode in that because that's I I don't think that's possible You're not a realistically. Yet. So I, no, I'm I'm not a complete masochist. That the extra life mode on sure? the DLC you, sounds weird. You sure about that? I want I want you to get Demon Souls, and I want you to beat yeah. the temp the Temple Knight on the first try, and then send that video to James. First try, <laughs> no, but I'll, try. I'll I'll definitely every time. Ha, have you actually have you actually, I actually made did it? That. I actually, the Tower Knight, uh, Tower Knight, whatever. It is Tower Knight, Tower Knight. My bad. Yeah. yeah. No, Temple Gate is the. Oh, can't believe Temp just got out knowledge. I said Temple Knight. Demon, Demon yeah, Souls. Yeah, te Temple Knight. Actually, Jeez. I actually did beat him on the first try, but I was using a magic build, so that I don't know. That doesn't really count. Yeah, that's it. Doesn't. Okay, not really. <laughs> I was. It made it easy. Okay, gotcha, 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 gotcha. Um, but yeah, that that's Doom Eternal, the Ancient Gods Part One, which Jesus Christ, that's a mouthful to say. Um, the other game i've been playing this week or another game i should just say wait until i'm sorry is... just wait until uh doom eternal the ancient gods part two electric boogaloo mm, well yes I'll, I'll i'll actually say that i don't know what it is about because the ancient gods part two it looks like huge in scale and it, it's essentially like it could be like its own a game of its own and they charge you like what like 45 australian for it so I, I really don't know what's what's I, going on. I but... want you I want you to tweet Bethesda and tell them make your games harder. I want your games harder. <laughs> I'm <laughs> sure 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 Seb sure Seb I'm I am tell them absolutely that much of a masochist. Yeah, flex uh, on them. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, but um no. So the other game I've another game I've been playing this week is Haven, which I've been looking forward to playing for a long long time. Um, if if you guys haven't heard of it, it, it's like, you know, this really lovely little game where it's essentially you play as a couple 
and they have escaped to the you know this strange distant off planet in escape of like i'm assuming a totalitarian government or something mm-hmm. um and essentially it, it, it's kind of like hard to explain it because essentially like at the moment the main goal is to fix your ship and by doing that you essentially have to just sort of like glide around all the different like planes and um islands and stuff and you can follow these like sort of trails of light or flow and essentially like yeah kind of like a mini puzzle it's if anyone's played um infamous first light it's kind of like how in that game you had the um those like neon wisp trails that you had to follow until you like eventually got to the end and caught them it's kind of a similar mechanic to that um, but essentially, you know, you're collecting that, you're collecting a bunch of, like, um, berries and rust parts and stuff, um, and then occasionally you'd, you'd find enemies to fight, which, I mean, you know, when, when <laughs> the first combat en- encounter of the game, they essentially just say, hey, you can, um, if you do this at the same time, both characters can attack at the same time, and then that is it. That That is all they say to you. They essentially... You have options to like um, blast or impact or defend, and then you've got a pacify option, which essentially just like cleanses corruption from the wildlife or something. I I don't really know, but um, I, I I think the main game, the main reason I'm playing this game is just sort of like for the character moments and dialogue between the two main characters. I'd say that's really why I'm playing it, to be honest. Um, but yeah, like I, I don't really have much else to say on Haven at this point. I've probably only played like forty-five minutes, but um, I'm looking forward I, to playing some more. I gave it, a, I gave it a try. It didn't click with me too much. Mm. The gameplay seems a little I've simple. Been thinking about it. Are you playing it on? Yeah, yeah. Mitch, are you playing I'm it on, playing it on PS5? Yeah, oh, PS5. Okay. Yeah, so you bought it. Okay, okay. Hmm. Hmm. I, I think. Like, yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Oh, really? Damn. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Um, but yeah, like, I think, like, it it feels kind of aimless at this stage. Like, I don't really have a decent sense of where I'm going because there's no map in this game at all. And you just sort of have to rely on, you know, vague, um, bits of dialogue from characters. Like, I think it's this way or something like that. And it's just like, okay, I don't really know what I'm doing or where I'm going, but all I know is I'm just like sort of hovering over these dust particles or something and, yeah getting materials that's that's really all i know at this point <laughs> yeah yeah me personally i was on the fence because like i saw it came out like 25 bucks and i was like do i really want this mm. game i don't know yet still it, it it seems at least as it is now it seems a bit overpriced for the 30 dollars i got it and even then that was on sale so it seems a little bit overpriced but like i'm i'm still in at least enjoying it so far like i mean as i said before it's mainly the interactions between characters that i'm invested in i think i i think the the art style i i enjoy especially like with the little character portraits that come out but the the actual models and textures themselves are very low i don't want to say low res but like they have no detail in them at all really no they don't so yeah so like it kind of like takes you out of the experience like when two characters are talking so you've just sort of got to like focus on the character portraits instead yeah and then it makes you know how's the uh, sound how's the soundtrack i'd say it's pretty good so far like i mean like there's outside of like the main menu thing there hasn't really been anything that's 
caught my mind but you know like it, it fits the vibe of like you know this like sort of really nice and at the moment like sort of comfy and cozy type of adventure if you want to call it that like I haven't really had, you know, like it's no, it's no Persona Five or anything where you've got like music tracks that you can like sort of bop to and have fun with. But um, like you know, the the soundtrack's fine. Like I'd say the art style and writing are probably the the best things this game has going for it, d- despite the lack of textures and detail. Mm-hmm. But I think you know, like I'm looking forward to playing more, seeing where the story goes, because I think that's really you know the main reason why a lot of people would be playing it. Because, I like, I mean, you know, these characters have, you know, a lot of qualities that endear you to them quickly. They're not, you know, they're, you know, they're likable, they're relatable enough. So it's not, like, you know, it's not necessarily a matter of, like, oh, I have to, like, play an hour to properly get into these characters. Like, you know, the, the writers know that, like, they, they've posed in a way where you can almost immediately get attached to these characters and, like, their relationship with one another. So, you know, it's, it's a nice little game. Um, I, I think the reason that I checked it out initially was because uh, of the developer's previous game, because it's made by uh, the Game Bakers, I believe. Made Fury. Fury it was, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, which I never finished, but I enjoyed that game. Uh, this game is nothing like Fury. <laughs> the art style's similar, but yeah, uh, Fury. It's like... it's it's with an eye, yeah. Fury is that uh, boss uh, boss rush game. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It was a plus game, I believe. Yeah. Uh-huh. I get it. I get it. I see it. Oh yeah. Yeah, okay. It's a very similar art style. I get that. Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's not uh, that's not too bad. Similar art style, very different game. Definitely, definitely. Um so yeah, that's you know, we're gonna go from the nice and cozy um <laughs> atmosphere of Haven straight to Outlast 2, which is a game I just beat yesterday. And um I I honestly I went into this game expecting to not like it at all, expecting that for it to be severely you know overpaced and like you know very very long and mentally and scarring, relentless. Yeah, I mean you know what kind of was in some ways that, <laughs> but I kind of love this, which is not something I expected to say at all. An unpopular um, opinion. Possibly. Yes, yes. No, I, I definitely think it's an unpopular opinion. Like, I think... I think the general consensus... <clears throat> sorry? The consensus on Metacritic is 75%, and on Steam yeah. is 9 out of 10. From what, yeah, I get, okay. from what I gather, most people, like, think it's okay. I, I, yeah, no, that, that's the that's I, the vibe I go from as well. Like, like it yeah. sort of ranges from, like, good to meh. In, in terms of the scale. Like, some people do not like this game at all, which I can understand. Like, not even just because... Like, not even if I was to say, oh, it's too dark and gritty and gruesome. And, uh, like, no, like, I, I there's certainly... Like, I can totally get why people wouldn't be into the constantly running away and having to hide and whatnot um, aspects of the game. But I think, look, as someone who who's, like, played through the original Outlast in, like, like, three or four times to try and get notes for it and stuff for a video. I really want to actually, you know, start from scratch again now with my script. But um, I think... So I beat the base Outlast game in just under three hours, which was a lot quicker than I ever expected to finish it. And, um, I, like, I, I'm not going to spoil it, but, like, it, the first game ends in a way 
that would be very unsatisfying if it weren't for the fact that it had a DLC that essentially concluded it. Like, it's essentially the, um, it's the, like, it's the opposing force to, um, Outlast 1's Half-Life, essentially. Second, so... Mitch, this was banned in what? Australia. How did you get your hands on it? I'm not even joking. Yeah, I'm, I'm not even it. making a Disco Elysium joke. It was banned in Australia oh, that... after being refused it, classification. I believe that. It, it passed classification somehow. Uh, but yes, it did. Oh wow, it, really? They, they ended up yeah, they ended up resubmitting it and then they let it through for some reason. So yeah, I mean you're not wrong. Like somehow Outlast 2 got through yet Disco Elysium did did not. I thought this was gonna be a VPN uh, plug. Oh, oh yeah. VPN, you can <laughs> Nope, played it on PlayStation, got the trophies, got all the mental scars to show for it, but, um... Wow. Yeah. I, I, um, I'm a big scaredy cat. Um, I, I can't make mm. it five minutes in either of the Outlast games. So mm. I'm amazed. I, <laughs> I like... honestly, I'm, I'm a bit of a masochist when it comes to, like, proper horror games. Um, but I, I think, you know, like, weirdly enough, the main reason I gravitate towards horror games is just because of their stories and lore. Like, I don't know why, but, you know, gotta love, you know, an evil administration with a biohazard gone wrong or something like that. But, um, I think the, you know, the thing with the first game is that there's no real coherent story, like, especially now that I look back on it. And there's 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 zero themes, whatever, to, to show for it in the first game. Like I think I I know I found the you know the, in the first game there's a painting of um uh what's his name like Prometheus having his like sort of kidneys ripped out by a by one of um Odin's ravens or something. Which and oh. you know you weirdly you weirdly find a bunch of um excerpts from Frankenstein. So I guess at the end the writer or developers just sort of said hey we should include some like themes or thematic elements in here so they essentially just like shoehorned in this sentiment that oh maybe the big bad main scientist feels like he's a modern day prometheus and he's created a monster and whatnot what was he but i i feel like the the one of the biggest improvements that Outlast 2 makes immediately is the fact that it has themes that it has concrete themes and i i love the hell out of it i i don't think they properly execute their themes all the way like i think there's still some some stuff that they leave hanging and you know I, they could have possibly done a bit more with but that being said you know they, they do a lot of stuff in this game a lot of a lot of messed up shit so i'm 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 not i'm not gonna blame them for not um going any further with with any of the stuff but uh, so so, yep, do, you, you do you think somebody should check on the developers and make sure they're okay <laughs> i i honestly i would not be surprised if they have like 15 in-house psychiatrists or something there i'm, I'm not even <laughs> lying <laughs> the funny well, thing is they've, on, they've only made outlast games that's it yeah and they're then they're, they're making a multiplayer outlast game at the moment which i'm 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 kind of hesitant about the outlast trials yeah. Yes. Yes. We like you can't know. I'm, I'm excited they... to see them all, but can't wait till they buy up Back to the Future and Batman and Jurassic Park and then go out of business. <laughs> the thing for me though is I like horror games where you you get weapons and fight back. I don't like the first person mm. horror yeah, games. We have to, like we have to stealth and if you get caught, you die in one hit. I don't. I just don't mm. like that. 
Christian. Yeah, like uh, there there were moments where you know, like I feel like the first game majority of the time justified the run and hide mentality because you know you had freaking like enemies that were like literally like double or triple your size you know like you had a you had a freaking ghost at the end that would chase you and you had you know like you had a big ass guy you had a guy with like a massive pair of scissors so it's like you know like it's understandable at least why in that context you would run away from them rather than even like try and attempt to fight them but you know like in this game they they don't have they don't really sell their villains as much because, you know, I'd say the most imposing, you know, antagonist in this game would have to be some really like, you know, old lady um with a with a giant pickaxe or something. Like that's 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 really all this game has. And oh, and there's also has has anyone played um, Mortal Kombat X at all? I beat it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Though. You know. You know. Um. You know, like the Ferator character, where you've got like you know the big brute, and then you've got like the little toddler or girl or whatever on top of them. Oh yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah. They. 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 One of the antagonists is literally Ferator from Mortal Kombat X in this game, <laughs> like, and they've got exactly. Literally, <laughs> it's the exact same concept, except this one has a flaming bow and arrow as well. Mm. So, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. The... <laughs> This game, like, you know, this game basically essentially starts as like, oh, I need to find my wife, they've been kidnapped, and then... I I, I probably can't say what happens, because I don't want to get us demonetized or flagged, but something happens, and then you find out that, oh, apparently my wife is supposedly pregnant with the uh, uh, Antichrist or something. And then the whole game's about finding her, and then you go through a bunch of stuff, and... Like he, uh, so it's Rosemary's <laughs> baby, or the or yeah. the omen, yeah, or it, yeah, it, Rosemary's it, baby, yeah, yeah, essentially, it, it's. It, I it, hope they're paying them psychiatrists well. Yes, yes, yes. The um, and they're Canadian. Like they're supposed to be nice people. I don't know what's going on mm. over there. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, uh, I'd say you know, there's definitely some merit to like you know, like there's there's people who say like you know, the game is just you know, gruesome bit after gruesome bit after gruesome bit, and, like, after a while desensitizes you, which, you know, is definitely fair, but I feel like, I feel like in some way that kind of, you know, they kind of do that to get you into the headspace of the main character who very clearly has lost his mind by the end of the game, which I actually, I, I found, you know, a kind of interesting, um, there's 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 a few like legitimately sort of like you know like haunting visual moments like where for instance you'll see like you know uh i'm not gonna say it just because it's super gruesome and brutal but you have some you have someone a character supposedly hanging themselves on a tree in the distance and then you walk past like an, another tree or one whatever and then like it's gone and then it's like, okay, you know, like, you know, is what is real by the end of it? Um, I love that shit. I, okay, yeah. I, sound, I sound like a sociopath um, or something. I, I, I like that kind of like, that, that's why I love observation because they kind of play mm -hmm. with your mind in that way and that's, they get in your head yeah. and that's how they scare you. Yeah, I, I, I'm not, I'm not, yeah, like there are a few moments, especially near the end of the game in like these nightmare sequences where you go into the school or whatever, where 
I'm not sure if it was just like my lack of, you know, navigation skills, but there were points where I feel like the layout of the rooms were changing as I went around and seeing as like everything's pitch black, you, you can't really sort of take account for that. So there'd be moments where like you'd walk down one hallway and then something scary would pop up. So you start running back the other way and then you sort of go, wait, did that, you know, did that hallway change? Did, was that door always there? You know, like you sort of, questioning your surroundings and all that which you know is always you know good to have in a horror game um i'll say you know as, as i briefly mentioned before i'd say the ending of the first game was unsatisfying and technically this game ends in a similar manner but it like you know just because of all well, one the, the amount of like runtime they have like it's six seven hours which get, you know allows them to get a decent amount of stuff in so you have that but then you know the end of the game feels satisfying despite what actually happens being like super downer and you know bleak but you know by the end of it you get to the final you know scene and moment you've got all this like really like nice yet haunting operatic music and you go you know what like i <laughs> i enjoyed my time without last two that is that is how i'll end it <laughs> cool yeah great um you have more mental strength than me. Uh, that's for mm. sure. Uh, I'll take that So I've been playing... I've been playing much this week. Um, I I don't play a lot of games these days, you know? I don't even like video games. Why am I here? Why uh, are you here? <laughs> just to suffer. Um, no, I, be, I have been playing Overwatch, though, this week. Um, mainly the only thing I want to mention, because I've it's been a while since I played Overwatch. I have like 500 hours logged in Overwatch, um, somewhere Not between surprised. 500 and 1,000. I'm a big. I used to be a big Overwatch fan, but I kind of dropped off it when uh, it stopped being fun. Um, mm. It's still not fun, but you know, I guess I'm a masochist or something. Um, so I decided to reinstall it. But the uh, the archives event is on at the moment, which is kind of their sort of story based event where they sort of do events based on the lore. Um, mm. and they usually have a new PVE sort of co-op mission every year, but for mm. the past two years they haven't done a new one. They've just brought back the old ones, and like it's a little disappointing. Um, I feel like they should. I, I'm I'm assuming that has something to do with Overwatch Two. Whenever that decides to come it's, out, it's but... probably because they're working on Overwatch Two and they've got more resources yeah, focused yeah. on that. Which is also probably why it's been a year since they added a new hero to the game. Uh, and I can't mm. remember the last time they added a map. Um, but yeah, I mean, like they're really slow on on the content updates these days. Probably because they're working on Overwatch Two. Um, but it is disappointing to have it like two years in a row where they haven't added a new event, a new mode for this. Yeah, event. yeah, it, it, it's really weird because like I've got essentially no desire to go back and play Overwatch at the moment just because there's not really anything new or special coming out, and you know I don't really feel like grinding or paying for loot boxes that much, so I I don't really yeah. have that much investment into the you know cosmetics or whatnot. Like they're cool cosmetics, don't get me wrong, but I don't think I'll, you know, reinstall the game just for a limited time event where I can possibly have like a 0.1% chance of actually getting some decent skins, but yeah. Yeah, exactly. That To be fair, the loot boxes in Overwatch are better than most games at this point because a couple of years back, they, um, 
they pretty much removed the chances of getting duplicates entirely. Uh, it's mm. interesting, actually, like because they, they uh, announced that they were lowering the chance of getting a duplicate, which I kind of assumed, and I think most people probably kind of assumed at the time, was just going to be like, okay, so you'll get slightly less duplicates now than you would before. But you get absolutely... The way it calculates it, right? Yeah. Is you've got the different rarities in the loot boxes. So mm. you've got like common, uh, rare, epic, legendary, etc. Um, so at first it decides what rarity of item it's going to give you. Uh, so let's say it's decided it's going to give me four commons, as it usually does. Um, if I have every common in the game, uh, that is the only time it will give me a duplicate. If there is any common in the game that I don't have, it will give me that before it gives me a duplicate. Hmm. Which is like a great, like that's honestly they're the best loot boxes, which is, I mean, it's not a high bar, let's be fair. But they're, <laughs> yeah. as, as loot boxes go, they're pretty good loot boxes. Yeah, I'd I'd say probably like one of the worst, worst, worst slash worser if that's even a word, um, implementations of loot boxes in a game would probably have to be Rainbow Six Siege, like especially if you just grind for the loot boxes or packs, whatever they're called, just because you yeah. know you can spend hours upon hours grinding for this loot box and then you get you can you only get one item, so for all you know it could be like you know for one it could be a common. And then two, it could be, you know, a common that you've already got. So you just get, you know, renowned from it or something. Yeah, the frequency of those yeah. is not great. Yeah, um, no. To be sure. But yeah, in terms of Overwatch, um, the, the so they have the uh, archive events that I mentioned. The thing is, I'm not even sure why I'm mad that they haven't added a new one because they're not even good. <laughs> <laughs> they're like... I don't, I don't mind them to be like, I mean, like it's, I'm also enjoy them for like the cutscenes and the spectacle of them all, but I don't mind yeah. them to be. Honest. I mean, I like the lore, but yeah, they're, they get boring after like a couple of runs through. But the thing is, they've got these. Yeah. Uh, they've, I just, I just want some new content, but mm. they've got these variants of them, where there's like uh, modifiers. They've different modifiers like uh, enemies. Where when you kill enemies, they create a pool of lava and stuff. Uh, and different random stuff like that and hmm. those like you get a, a free loot box when you for the first time you win one of those modes so there's like there's nine of them i think or something like that yeah so yeah you like nine potential loot boxes i was trying for like an entire night to get one of those loot boxes and i couldn't those modes are so ridiculously difficult like infuriating mm. yeah, I didn't even attempt with those, to be honest. Like, I I just go through, like, you know, the simple straight run through of the mode, like, once or twice, and then that'll be it. Yeah. Like, it's I just those. I don't really care. It's about like, modifiers. those yeah. loot boxes are so tempting, though. It's like, it's just. Hey, James, it's like a carrot on a stick. What? Overwatch, more like loot box lo watch, am I right? All right, we're going to move on. Um, So, <laughs> that's all I've been playing this week. Um, Thank you, <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> that was planned. I knew you would. I knew you would move on the segment. <laughs> uh, so impressions this week. Uh, we're going to talk about Overwatch. I've got some impressions Damn of Overwatch. It. No. Um, Good night. <laughs> uh, no, actually, Seb and I have been playing uh, Oddworld Soulstorm. I think it's just the two of us have been playing. I don't think anyone. I don't think Dory or Mitch have, have played it. Yeah, I mean, I don't have a PS5, so no. Okay. Sure. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so Seb, uh, 
Any thoughts on Oddworld Soulstorm out the gate? Out of the gate, I would say it feels very old school. It feels like a PS1 game that in a, with PS5 graphics. Uh, it definitely reminded me of the original game, but although I have very vague memories of the first game. But um, my first impression of, of it is, first of all, the, the story and the themes. You know, because the, the Madokans are like, you know, these spiritual, like, native beings. And then you got the, uh, the Gluckins, which are like the big corporate, like, people that enslave them. So this there's this theme about oppression, because uh, Abe literally has like his mouth stitched together, which is like a which is a sign of oppression. And so I always like that theme that they had in these games. Um, uh, I've, the game is very hard. Like it has a lot of gotcha moments. Like it kind of reminds me of Limbo or Inside, where you just like you're running and then like something just falls on you. But but I, I would say the checkpoint system is very fair. Like I I think they put you yeah. in the right spot usually. Although it's almost impossible to keep all of the Madokins alive. I'm, I'm saying it wrong, I'm sure, but it's really hard to keep all of them alive. Like, I, I literally finished the second mission with, like, one dead. I got so pissed that I couldn't go back and... The thing is, I couldn't even get past the second mission. Because uh, I, didn't, I, I didn't even get to the, the bit that you're talking about. Because um, mm. there's this bit where... I think it's, like, the first part of the game where you encounter enemies. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, I don't know... How do you get past that? Because, like, the second guy... The first guy I can get past him, I can tie him up and everything. But the second mm. guy, I just have no idea how to get past this guy. Because you have to kind of sneak past them. And if well, you stop sneaking for one second, it'll wake them up. Well, first you have the psychic powers, so you can possess them and then blow them up that way. But I don't think you have that right in the beginning. But You do have it, but there's a thing that blocks it. Blocks it, yeah. Uh, if, if there's a fireplace near it, you throw the green bottle on the floor, and it will catch them on fire and kill them. Right. Okay. I think go back yeah, and have a look you, for that. Yeah, that's how you do it. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. So, but uh, in general, yeah. um, the the gameplay feels kind of uh, average. To yeah, me. I would say it, it's average. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't feel um, anything particularly special. But no, it, it's feels ent- it feels like a '90s game. That's what. Yeah, it's yeah. Like. Uh, but it it feels it's fun enough to sort of keep the game entertaining, so you can get mm-hmm. through the missions and to the cutscenes, which. Uh, like the story and the cutscenes and everything, that is the main uh, appeal for me so far. Um, yeah. The music in particular in the cutscenes. Yep. Uh, I, I don't know if it's just nostalgia or something because mm-hmm. I played uh, Stranger's Wrath uh, mm-hmm. years and years ago. So I don't know if that, but like it's it's uh, sort of turning mm-hmm. some, it's, it's flipping yeah. some switch for me, you know? Yeah, the cutscenes are like movie quality. Like, like yeah. this feels like a like a movie that would come out in the theaters. Like, I'm really, I was really impressed with like the story and the pacing and the the music. I, like, it was really, it was really high quality. I feel like a Pixar movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, it is, and it's quite dramatic as well. Oh, it's very, yeah, it's very tragic and sad. Like I said, there's a big theme about oppression, so it, it's yeah. not like, like right off the bat, like it has a very dark. It has a it has a kind of a dark humor to it, you know what I mean? Because there is humor, like, like a subtle humor, but oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, but it definitely tackles some heavy themes. But it's um, like it's that thing. It's like um, yeah, it doesn't. The tone doesn't feel like your average indie game. It no. feels like it feels very unique. It feels almost like they've carved out a niche uh, for mm-hmm. the Odd World series. That's um, true. That yep. just no other game seems to have. Yeah. It's, yep. I totally agree. Uh, so 
Have you been going after the collectibles and like the secret areas or? Yeah, I got some. I got three out of the four in the first level. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like there's a. If you guys didn't know, there's a bunch of uh, like collectibles they throw in there and hidden areas. Some of them are kind of hard to find, and some of them are like right in your face. But uh, I don't know. I don't know if they really do anything. Like I know one of them increases your health, but but like you die in like two hits anyway. Or so maybe. Point, really yeah if you catch on fire you can roll to get out of it but but if you usually if you fall on the fire you're probably gonna die but like i said the mm. checkpoint system is uh very fair but you're gonna die a lot it's that kind of game it's very trial and error heavy so you have yeah. to explain how you handle a, a puzzle well, not only like puzzle but like how uh, does um does how does or does the game sort of like implement any like sort of ps5 features like you know haptic triggers and whatnot it feels or... like it has haptics yeah, it does. Yep. Yeah. You feel uh, it. Do, do, they do, do they do it well, or do they just sort of like have it there? I mainly it's noticed not, it's not Astrobots, but it's pretty good. Yeah, like, yeah I, I mainly noticed it in like loading screens and stuff. Um, yeah. I'm the thing is, I'm not the best person to ask that because I'm I'm so used to it now that I don't even think about it anymore. So yeah. like, it doesn't blow me away like Astrobot <laughs> did. Like because I'm just I've been using it for like six months now, or almost. Mm. Six months. I, yeah, I can't even imagine I'm, what those haptics must feel like. I, I hope, hopefully someday, I'll, you know, someday. Yeah, I, I, I will like quickly, I, I'll, I'll quickly just say this, like, and then we can get back to Oddworld. But I'd say the the worst haptic, you know, the worst um, are they called the the haptic triggers or whatever they're called? Adaptive the, triggers. Adaptive yeah. triggers. That that's a, the worst adaptive triggers in a PS5 game I've probably ever witnessed is other ones for Avengers because mm-hmm. it. The, the for some reason i don't know why or how they have this but the trigger just sort of feels like it keeps on jamming so you have to actively and you know when when you have to press you know the right trigger to do stuff like parrying enemies and and stuff you have to actively force your you know finger down the trigger to actually do anything and you know like one by the time you actually manage to push it down you know you're already hit and possibly dead and two, it, it feels like you're going to break the controller at some yeah. point. So, yeah. And, and another side note, do you guys' like, PS5 controls get dirty in the back? Like my, I feel like yeah. I have to clean mine like, every I noticed week. that. More than my white Xbox controller, for sure. I'm like, I, gotta, I, still, it's like, I got dirt like, right here. My hands are not dirty. Yeah, I, I get that under the uh, under the triggers. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, must be like our, it must be oil from our it's, hands. It's probably because the, the grips, probably. the texture. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah. yeah. So in in Odd World, you get a bunch. You you get a couple items. There's like there's gonna be a lot of flames. You get like water, but like little water like like bottles. You throw the, yeah. The, the thing about like the water bottles and everything having to extinguish the flames in that first level, um, yeah. it really feels like it slows down the pace. Mm. I don't like it. It feels it feels like you're sort of uh, making your way through a level. You're on a roll. You're jumping over. You're doing platforming, making your way through, and then all of a sudden you hit this brick wall. You have to stop. And like aim this water bottle and extinguish these fires. Yeah, not just that, but the aiming, like especially in the second part. I, I mean, I don't want to spoil it for you, I guess, but you, you can possess the enemies and you can uh, like shoot. You can use like their machine guns to shoot other enemies, all right. stuff like that. And when you have to protect the, uh, all the little guys, like it's really hard to aim because you're. It's, it has like that very finicky stick aiming, and it's really easy to miss. And if like you miss one time, you you die pretty much, and, or, or or a bunch of the a bunch of the people you're trying to protect die. So it's very unforgiving, and it's just very finicky. It's is just, there it's is there great. like is there a fail yeah. state if the people you're protecting die, or is it just that's that? 
I feel like uh, I don't know if it happens if you get the zero. It'll probably get a game over, I'd imagine. But uh, you just you, nothing. You, there is a trophy for saving all of them at the end. It's gonna be a very rare trophy. But yeah. I, don't, I don't think you have to do that to complete the game. I think it's more of a it, like like a, a personal pride thing, like you know that you didn't save like most of these people. But it's up. To, you know, I mean, you feel really bad about it too because they're like like I said, they're slaves trying to escape. So the game kind of makes you feel bad that yeah, you didn't save them, but I don't think you have to. Uh, and then there's also like uh, like this green bottle, like I mentioned, like a brew bottle that you throw at the flames and it, you can use that to kill enemies. And there's also these like mines you can stun enemies with. So you, you can kind of like strategize how you're going to uh, take on the enemies in different ways and things like that. And uh, Abe has like psychic powers because his people have powers. And he you can, like I said, possess uh, guys and uh, you can blow them up. Um... Yep, and that's and you can and then you you can also knock them out and tie them up if you want to. There is a you get rewarded for that. Like you know, there's certain there's a little like you don't have like like very optional like I don't know like quests you can do where you can like get twenty go into twenty like barrels and get items and you if you collect all the secret areas and uh, get all the, uh, the collectibles like at the end it will say platinum platinum platinum. I don't know what it gets you, but there's just, it's just something you can do in those levels, I guess. I guess I guess the game is made for you to replay. But that's the thing, like, uh, like tying up the enemies as well. Because uh, yeah. as I was mentioned earlier, you have to like sneak past them in these sort of stealth uh, yeah. bits. But it's really it's tricky because um, maybe not even during stealth, but like trying to jump to like mm-hmm. platforms above or platforms below. Mostly no, platforms be- below is like I'll be I'll try and jump down and. Yep. It, like able automatically grab onto the ledge and, and mm-hmm. pull himself back up. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. What you gotta do is, you, like, the stealth is very hard. You have to hold the button down, and then when you get to the ledge, you gotta you gotta click down on the stick to go down. Don't don't jump, or don't press circle because right. if you do that, the enemies will know you're there and you'll die. So, yeah, you, it's it's very finicky. The controls are not that great, honestly. Yeah, it feels uh, like like uh, it feels like the general game, consensus is gonna be like. The gameplay is sort of subpar, but play for the yeah. story. Yeah, I, I mean, I gotta be clear. I've only played, the, I only beat the first two levels, so uh, there might be more mechanics or whatever. So, but but from what I can tell, this is probably an average game with great graphics and a pretty good story. Yeah. So uh, I, I'll probably get through it. It doesn't feel like it's gonna be a long. It feels like a six seven hour game from what I can tell. I think it's only like six or seven levels or something. It could be, but they've been working on it for years. Yeah, uh, like a really long time. Uh, yeah, it's just this kind of game is just not gonna click with most people. It just it just feels like a game from the '90s. So I can see why I haven't seen any buzz on this game. This game came out on Plus, and I just my Twitter like I follow a lot of PlayStation guys and girls, and I don't see anything. Yeah, yeah, so, I was gonna say I haven't. I yeah, I, IGN gave it like a um, seven out of ten. So yeah, it doesn't seem like people are like over the moon about this for how, how much however yeah. much space it took up in the PS. The it very shows. much, it very much sort of seems like the embodiment of a seven out of ten game from like what yeah. I've seen and heard. Like yeah, it, it seems, yeah, it seems like it's going to fit in that yeah. category. Well, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm the kind of person to like play through a game with mediocre gameplay just for the story. So I will probably, I'll probably get through it. Yeah, I mean the level is only like half hour long. It's just that there's a lot of parts you die. Like if you were like that good of a game, like that great at this game, you can probably fly through this game pretty quickly but it's just like it's not that kind of game it's it's, it's very much so an indie game with a, with a triple a 
coat of paint. That's pretty much what this yeah. game. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Yeah, all I got to say about this game. Uh, likewise. Um, so Mitch, you've been playing uh, the Reverse Beta. Is that correct? Yes, in quotation marks, because I've got no idea of what I played. It was like what it's the, the best Resident Evil game I'm hearing of all God time. You. Is that correct? God help you. I'm, I'm hearing reports yep. that this is the best Resident Evil game we've ever had. <laughs> you take a one oh, for the team right now. I'll better be than on. better than RE4. That's for sure. No, <laughs> you shut I'm, your. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I don't even joke about that. I don't love RE4 as much as other people, but goddamn. Sacrilege. Um, yeah, no. Uh, look, I have Vader in quotation marks in our notes here because I've got no idea what the final release is actually going to be because... All right, so literally all that you have in this... You had in this beta was play game, select your character, and then you're into a free-for-all deathmatch. And then that's it. That, mm. that that was all that was in this paper. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, this um, this look... is the one where uh, this is this is the this is the one where it's like a multiplayer game that takes place in like the RPG, but because the the halls in that game are so claustrophobic, <laughs> they had to shrink down the characters, right? Yeah, yeah. You could you can definitely tell that they did some sort of like manipulation with the environments and stuff because the the rooms are a lot bigger. Well, no, the characters are a lot smaller, but they've also had, you know, for things like desks and tables and stuff, you could tell they sort of had to, like, enlarge them so they, you know, don't look freaking weird as hell. Or, no, shrink them a little bit to fit more in line with the characters. But, uh, so so you've got characters, like, you know, famous RE characters and stuff, and they each have, you know, their own abilities, like an L1 and and an R1, R1, uh, you can you can like do a full on like you know dodge roll that that's on a cooldown. Um, everyone has their their signature weapon, which is you know often like you know a, in Ada Wong's case it'd be a crossbow. Um, in Leon's case it'd be a shotgun. In others' cases it would be an assault rifle. You know stuff like that. Um, you can find grenade launchers around the map, and you can also pick up these um virus vials or canisters or something where essentially so essentially in this game and i'm assuming this is what they're going to call their big mechanic is that whenever you die you are transformed into a tyrant or you know some form of bioweapon so you know for instance you can turn into nemesis uh mr x jack baker even from re7 and then you've also got a bunch of you know they've got like some of the molded and stuff and uh, the they're all essentially like you know melee characters but the the combat's really finicky because you know they they each have you know the characters hitboxes are so small and they move so quickly and the bioweapons move so slow to the point where you can barely get a hit in at all and you'll essentially just die immediately as a bioweapon again um but look, you, you I, said uh, you said you can pick up virus canisters. Yes, yes. So what essentially, they're like they. So essentially, depending on how many you collect in uh in you know in a life, you can sort of like go up to different forms of like fire weapons. So, for instance, if you die without picking up any canisters, you'll just turn into like a regular molded or something. So it's um, kind of like um 
Sorry, so it's kind of like Star Wars Battlefront, right? Where you spawn yeah, and you can spawn yeah. as like bosses and stuff. I'd say so, just you know, a bit more randomized and, and balanced, if that's even the word than that. Um, because yeah, so like, essentially, like you know, like if you get two vials, for instance, you can play as either Mister X or Nemesis, but there's no way for you at all to like select a preference or anything. So you'll just, you know, it's really just a toss of the coin as to like which one you'll transform into, and if you either don't know, you know don't know how to play nemesis or mr x or you don't like playing them then tough luck because that that's who you're stuck as um so uh niche like how how buggy yeah. is this game because i'm watching gameplay right it's... now and someone, someone got punched through a wall like, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I, I i didn't encounter any bugs surprisingly enough it's it's just i'd say the bigger biggest problem with this is that it just suffers with a lack of care if, if that's the word like nice. like polish would yeah. do it like it Technically, for me at least, it was fine, but the biggest problem is that this just feels like a fan mod mm. is the game's it, biggest problem. It, it doesn't uh, feel like... Yeah, that's what it looks like. Yeah, sorry, like so, you... sorry, someone got punched through a wall or someone got turned into a Jill sandwich? <laughs> uh, they, they got thrown through a wall and then you, you got like yeah. a combo in the wall. Like you, you like, clipped, he clipped, like you know, Mr. X clipped through the wall and did a combo in the wall. Like... Mm. Yeah, I see. Yeah, it, 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 like, it's really weird, but yeah. Like, the idea is not that bad. Like, if they really had to care for the hmm. series, and they did all these, did all these cool characters, enemies throughout like the last twenty five years of the his like the franchise. You can do hmm. kind of a cool game, but like they literally just oh, took like Resident Evil two and three remake and seven, and that's it. Yeah, that's why it looks like a mod. It's basically, it's literally just like it's an, it's a. It's an asset flip. That's what it is. It's, yeah. it's a literal definition of an asset flip. And if you if you told me that this was... Honestly, I think... Like, you know, this may sound a bit harsh, but I do not think Capcom should... And, and they haven't really, but I don't think they should be putting this on the back of the Resident Evil Village cover at all, honestly. Like, like kind of like what they did with the Resistance. I don't think they should even mention it on that game at yeah. all. Just... Just quietly release it for free on the PlayStation storefront and just let it die there. Capcom that's, can't, that's... yeah. Capcom can't just can't do multiplayer on this series. They've tried so no. many times. The only time it they've is... ever got, yeah. The only time yeah. they ever got a good job is was the Outbreak series. Like, mm. Mm. like give us an Outbreak three, please, or or remake it. Yeah. The the thing please. I'm most confused about though is that I have no idea how the progression, if there's even progression in this game, how it's gonna work. Because it like it's an arcade game, so like I'm, I'm assuming that they're gonna have you know like oh loot boxes and stuff, and oh you get new wacky cosmetics for your characters like in Resistance. But but like even though Resistance wasn't that good of a game, I the one legitimate praise I had for it was the fact that it it took the Resident Evil formula, like you know the three act structure and like you know starting starting in the streets and going into like a mansion or complex or whatever, then finishing in an underground lab they adapted that into like a short form multiplayer experience which i think is a legitimately you know they in theory at least they handled that really well here though i don't know what they're doing they they just got a bunch of assets from old resident evil games gave them some shotguns and assault rifles and just just let them at it for deathmatch like this probably took like a couple of months at most to develop i'm assuming I 
Look, I, I, I just, I, I got to talk about this. Now, there's been a news story. It's not really a news story because it's, it's, it's something that Capcom clarified years ago, right? But apparently, mm-hmm. all of us forgot. And the RE engine stands for Reach for the Moon, right. not Resident Evil. Now, now I know everyone's upset that it doesn't stand for Resident Evil. And look, I'm upset too. I have my priorities straight in life. Okay, I am also mm-hmm. upset about this thing that definitely matters. Yeah. But like. Yeah. Who has ever heard of reaching for the moon? Like, don't you reach for the stars or reach for the sky? Like, that's that's my new issue with this, is that you should be reaching yeah. for the stars or for the sky. Like, no one reaches for the moon. Nothing's on the moon. It, it, it sounds like probably the most Kojima thing that Capcom's ever done since the Pragmata trailer back last June. <laughs> oh, they, didn't, they did it before the Pragmata trailer. Right, they did. Oh, I, Yeah, they did. Although... I don't know how the timeline of this works, actually. But I don't know. The thing Capcom's is, like, this game, this game doesn't look like it's bad for, like, 25 minutes. Like, I'd probably have fun for, like, a no. half hour. But I don't think I can ever yeah. stick with it, obviously. It, it's fun. You play about two or three matches, and you've seen everything. Yeah. I'm falling asleep just listening to you talk about it. Yeah. I am no, Cap- Capcom just can't <laughs> no. be multiplayer. The, just I don't can't. know why they... Yeah, like, I... I Resident Evil Village seems like, you know, like, for better or worse, James, despite the amount of content they had, like, for the amount of content they had in Resident Evil 3 Remake, Resistance made sense as, like, an additional fun little multiplayer thing. For RE Village, though, like, it seems to be, like, it's generally considered at this point, at least, to be, like, one of the more contentful Resident Evil games to date. Like you said, at least a couple of different times in the last showcase. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So why they feel the need to include this, whatever the hell it is? I I have, you know, I I haven't shook myself. I haven't, I haven't shaken my head during a segment that we've had more than this one because, like, I just feel like this is unnecessary. It's ridiculous. The time that they put into this could have been put into refining Village more. They could have made Tall Lady taller. Like, this is just (laughs) stupid. It's, it's, yeah. I think it's as uh, unnecessary as Resident Evil 3 Remake. All right, so we're moving on with the next segment because James <laughs> made an <laughs> obvious joke that I was hoping no. he wouldn't make. <laughs> Are we actually moving on? Do you want to move on? Uh, yeah, look, I, I've got nothing else to say. Um, although I think I, I think the, the one redeeming factor, the, the one thing that this game could do in an update probably that will fully redeemed this is to allow players to have a playable lady demetrius view or whatever the hell her name is let, let us play as big tall lady oh my god and what if her special is village. stepping on people <laughs> not 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 to, not to drag not to drag this out the concept of like playing as a resident evil enemy is really awesome like play as a lady, that that's like really cool but they they just totally fumbled the ball here but yeah like i've got i've because at least with the resistance, they tried to at least somewhat tie it back in with the law. But I have no idea. Like, so like you die is like one of the main heroes of. Um, I I feel like the Capcom devs probably just like watched the Dark Knight and heard the line: "You either live long enough to um, you either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain." And go, "Hey, that's a good concept for a Resident Evil game. We're gonna do that." And. 
because like you so like you're one of the like established resident evil heroes and then you just turn into like the nemesis or something and there's there's no there's no precedent there's no rhyme or reason it's just sure why not loot boxes those are the reasons man yes. those are the reasons yes i will i will be legitimately shocked if there is no microtransactions or uh loot boxes greg aka flaming queso this one is for you bad job capcom bad job <laughs> I will. All right. You know what? I will. Bitch, I will... This game doesn't need a half-hour impression. Let's move. No, no. For the no, love of God, have, we can move on. If this game doesn't have microtransactions or loot boxes, I will play this game for one week straight. That is right. it. That you have to stream I... it. That is your pledge. Yeah. And you have to stream it. it. Would you on camera? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you can see my my Shame. life. Utter defeated look. Okay, um, I'm we're, we're going to get to the news in a second, uh, but first, as usual, we're going to hear a word from our sponsor. This week's episode is sponsored by the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, not the brand, the turtles themselves. Yeah, I'm, I'm one of the one of the four turtles. I think there's, yeah, there's four of us, right? We're the painters or something. Um, I got a, I got a big sword. I'm the smart one, and I like it. We like this podcast. Yeah, I, I do. I'm the generic uh, action one. Yeah, keep going. It's cool. This is a good podcast. Anyway, I like bye. it. All right, we're back. Uh, and Dory uh, has a special announcement that she would like to share with the class. There is now a class here. Um, I yes. am a lucky recipient. Uh, I have been chosen in the Hunger Games. No, wait, no, that's not a good analogy. Um, I have won the lottery. Uh, not literally the lottery. The lottery that Sony. All right, does. let's get the show on the road. Come on. Anyway, I got, I got a <laughs> PS5 from from GameStop. Uh, I'm very excited about it. Hey, uh, this is this, this is this new means, information to me. <laughs> this, this means that all main members of the PS Premier Podcast crew have a PS5. So we're gonna go full Thanos pretty soon. We just need to add yeah. like one more member or something like that, and then and then we'll just we'll just blow up, I guess. You have joined the um, pantheon. Congratulations! Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm really excited. Um, I so I so my my story is not as wild as Mitch's, um, but um, I somebody in the Discord actually, uh, thank you, Chris, um, posted that Wario tweet Wario sixty four tweeted out that um, GameStop was having um, some stock incoming. And I was like, oh, I didn't know about that. And there, it, bundles are your best chance to get a PS5 in case you don't know because yep. scammers don't like it because they can't make as much money back on it. And also it has all these other moving parts that they don't really want. Um, mm-hmm. So it's just a better way to get the PS5. So uh, I was looking at the $600 PS5 digital edition that comes with two controllers and then a couple of different cards, GameStop and uh, PS Plus, and then I think the uh, PS uh, Store gift card as well. Um, and so about, you know, five ninety nine ninety nine. Um, I, you know, reload for a bunch of, I'm, I'm in class while this is going on. So this is the, <laughs> this is the funny part. So I have to keep my cool as I'm adding it to my cart and like, <laughs> it looks like I'm actually getting, I have to remain stone faced. Cause like, I'm about to like, you know, just have a meltdown cause I can't believe I've gotten it. 
And, uh, you know, so I, I think, I think I did, um, answer a question or, or make a discussion point in class at some point, <laughs> not long after I'd already gotten the PS5, I was, let's say a lot more animated than I was previously. I can, um, I can, I can imagine you in class, like holding your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't, uh, and I'm still, until it gets to my doorstep, currently it's in Pennsylvania, more like Pennsylvania. Oh, I get here. Um, and I just like <laughs> it's a bad joke. It's not that far. Uh, it's almost. <laughs> but like I wanted to go for it, okay? It's on me. So um, So yeah. Dory, so what do you well, like what games do you plan on playing for like uh, well obviously I'm gonna platinum Demon Souls. That's first on my list. So. No, mm. it's not <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. the first on my list is probably playing Astros just because it's the PS5 tech demo and I never played Astros play playroom playground uh for mm -hmm. ps4 because it was vr mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um so i'm thinking about that i'm also thinking about devil may cry special edition and uh getting the spider-man ultimate edition as well mm -hmm. um yeah i how does that you, let's go back over that how the hell does all that work again so i don't i know. mean you can, you, you, can, you can do it how i did it where you just get the free ps5 upgrade with miles morales and then you go into the store and you can just purchase the ultimate edition upgrade which is just you know spider-man remastered for like 30 20 bucks or something i think it's 20, 20 bucks, bucks. Okay. yeah cool. 20 so bucks. Just, i already have miles morales i already have the other spider-man yeah, so exactly yeah, you'll, so, you'll no yeah. so you'll, you'll get spider-man uh the remake remastered for with that with that uh thing sale so okay yeah cool. so you, get, you get two yeah. games for 20 bucks yeah Nice. So, yeah, so I'm, gonna... I'm definitely thinking about that as a big spire. And I, I probably won't play a ton of it, but I yeah. do want to check it out with those improved graphics. And are you going to play it's Bug Snacks? I don't know. Um, Marvel, uh, don't hate me, please, but Bug Snacks doesn't really appeal to me. I can't see myself dropping some money on that. Marvel's, Marvel's not but... here, so on his you, behalf, how redeemer? dare you? I have the platinum. I, like, I, like, I thought it was fun. I like, really liked it. <laughs> It was good delivery, did you, um, did you redeem it? You. Did you redeem it, Dory, with PlayStation Plus back in November? Uh, no, because it was only for PS5, right? Or was it for PS4? You don't have to. Oh, you didn't have to have a PS5. No, to do you that. If you went on like the oh, phone app or something, you could have redeemed it for that. free. I didn't know that. Uh, no, I wouldn't have done it anyway. Yeah. Like, I'll be honest with you, I wouldn't have done it anyway. Sorry. I like. I like to. Yeah. I'm sure it's fine. It's just not. I'm not. I. I never really got into Pokemon yeah. Snap, which listen, is kind of what it seems like. So it's yeah. Even if it, that's even if you don't like those kind of games, when you come across your first bunger, that's that's when it all changes. Bunger. 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 Yeah, bunger. 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 Uh, I, I have no idea what these two guys are doing. The full disclosure. So. <laughs> have you not played Bugs? I cut. No, I, I have. I've played probably about like ninety minutes. Well, you must have I come across haven't... the bunker. Oh no, I have, but like, <laughs> that's the burger one, right? I, I forget yeah. which one was the first. Yeah. The only look. The to be fair, the at the moment the only like bug bug snack that I can concretely remember was um the little. Sh the strawberry or whatever the hell they call it in the in the strawberry in the um in the hamster ball that that thing's cute yeah. as hell. Yeah. You don't know, yeah. like, like that was an iconic PS5 character. Come on now. Mm, mm. <laughs> I <laughs> I remember um the, there were there were plushies of the of the strabbies and I think Marvel put out a tweet saying that he was devastated <laughs> that he couldn't get one of the plushies, which I I can't blame him. Those things are cute as hell. <laughs> The best one is Cheap Hoof. 
Cheepoof, Cheepoof. You know, the flying like cheetah. Yeah. The flying oh, I was thinking, yeah, I was like, is that a cheater? Yeah. So besides that, um, obviously I'm going to pick out uh, Resident Evil 8. I the, Also, the big reason I got a PS5 or, or finally just made the jump to like trying to get it these past... I've been trying to get it for, I think, a month. Um, and so um, uh, also a big shout out to Matt Swider from, I think, Tech Radar or something like that. He does yeah. a lot of uh, PlayStation, Xbox, su- uh, such and such um, updates Absolutely. on Twitter. So yeah, shout out to him. Updated. Yeah, big shout yeah, out to got, him. I got my Xbox thanks to him, so shout out to him. Yeah, he's he's mm. great. And he's really helpful, very precise. Um, so big ups to Matt. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know what other games I'm going to... I mean, so the big reason I got it was the Final Fantasy DLC for Yuffie in the summer was just like my tipping point. Like I already really wanted it because of Ratchet and Clank. Uh, drift apart and then and then kenna well i think kenna's coming to ps4 right um yeah i think it is yeah yeah Yeah. and then uh i think horizon zero dawn was as well so really it was just ratchet Mm -hmm. and clank and i think the dlc for final fantasy 7 i knew i couldn't miss out on that so because i flip and love that game the photo mode yeah okay honestly honestly like i said honestly you you really didn't miss that much like there really hasn't been a ton of like we we got all those games at launch and then yeah it's only been a few indies here and there other than that yeah i'm not i wasn't worried about missing out on in terms of games like i i was really hyped for ratchet and clank and i was really hyped for uh better graphical experiences on certain games and just wanted to try out the controller and also like i've said i've had a a wild year financially where like this is just the perfect time for me to get one and i don't know Mm -hmm. where i'll be later in the year in terms of because i'm moving and grad school might be happening and blah 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 so i just want to I have the money. I just want to do this now if I can. And there's some great games on the horizon. Plus, like, no, no pun intended. And I can, um, uh, you know, upgrade some pre-existing games like Spider-Man. So I'm That's very right. excited. Was, I have a PS4. Was, was the horizon uh, pun in relation to Animal Crossing's New Horizons yes, by any chance? Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. That, yeah so, that cool. Cool. Yeah, just just any, making sure I got the reference. Any chance yeah. of you getting Returnal in a couple of weeks? There's no, there's little, no. little to no chance about that unless it got like <laughs> yeah. universal praise and people are like, if you like Hades, you've got to play this because then I've got to come on the podcast, I've got to buy it, I've got to talk about it every week. James Returnal is going to be, yeah, Returnal is going to be the new Hades story. Something, yeah. something tell, something's telling me we're going to get it like a plus sale or it's going to be like, like a plus game next month or something. I just got that feeling. Wild. I yeah. mean, Soulstorm on PS Plus was wild. I did not expect that. Yeah. I, I can see this game being like twenty dollars off on if you're a plus member mm. or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just I got I just got that feeling no. something something yeah, no, no. yeah, I don't know. I've got no idea because yeah, I've like I mean I I to quickly talk about Returnal, I posted this on Twitter, but the the biggest thing this game needs is like a public gameplay demo. Like even if it's like half an hour like a half an hour, sixty minute time limit, like all the like like Resident Evil, which we'll get onto later, but even it was like one of those like really contrived sixty minute time limit demos. Yeah. If we just had some chance to actually play it for ourselves and see what it was like, yeah, then that might be better. But at the yeah. moment, it's because yeah, because literally all all like all of the actual press and coverage from this game is coming from PlayStation blog itself. Yeah, like I don't think any external like i don't think ign or GameSpot or anyone has actually had proper hands-on time with this game yeah which 
for you know for what's supposedly being touted as like the next big PlayStation game slash IP, not good. Yeah, yeah like, so that's that's true. Like, the gameplay looks fire though, from what I've seen. It's just is it look, does it look fire enough to be seventy dollars? You know, what? yeah, I might be wrong. That's the thing, I might be wrong, but I think they did sneak out uh, a batch of previews at the same time as a Nintendo Direct, which is why nobody yeah. really picked up on it. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that that sounds. I would, but yeah, I, I wouldn't worry too much about that. I'm sure, like the week the week off, you're gonna get a shitload of stuff, and yeah. So I wouldn't worry too much about that. I'm, I'm not sure. Except that that'd kind of be too little, too late, though. I guess with how I don't know. I mean, goes, but... I mean, it's a big exclusive. People are gonna buy it. People are hungry for a PS5 game. People, I get... people are gonna buy it, but I, like, I'm not sh- like we we never know if it's gonna be like an odd world thing where. People mm. buy it, but it just kind of like falls into obscurity. Maybe, but I don't think I think it's getting like like advertised like a first party like trip like a big game. Like I don't I don't I don't think it's yeah. gonna be like Odd World at all. But it's not like Last of Us or God of War, of course. No, no. And House Park has never made a game like this. That's my big question with them is it's a brand new IP from a developer that's never made a game like this. Other yeah. games are top down indie games. Yeah. So. It's kind of like is is that is that thing um it's that weird thing that I had with Days Gone as well with Bend, mm-hmm. where it was like, they had never made yeah. a game like that either, and it seems like, mm-hmm. and I could be wrong, but it seems like Sony's putting pressure on their studios to make those kind of games. Yep, hence making mm-hmm. Ben Studio Naughty Dog North, or whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess you could, I guess you could, you know, if I was to put my, like, you know, like, triple-coated uh, tinfoil hat on right now, I guess you yeah. could, you know, because I'd say, because, you know, the big thing last week was, like, about how Sony just want, you know, the big possibly open world like single player blockbusters and stuff and seeing as you know returnal is it's a single player blockbuster but you know it's a it's a what you call what's the roguelite is what they're called yeah it seems it's a roguelite you know they're not putting as much energy and funding into the actual marketing of this game not necessarily because they want it to fail but just because they don't have as much priority or faith in the project because it's new ip It's ascent like it's. I think it's the first like big Sony, you know, triple A roguelite that they've ever done. You That's know, the first I can think of, like, period. Yeah, on that level. Yeah, which is like, I mean, you yeah. know, like on the one hand, you think, hey, they should be marketing the shit out of this because it's a brand new, you know, step for PlayStation. But on the other hand, they aren't marketing this because it yeah. doesn't, you know, it doesn't fit into their established yeah. PlayStation Studios brand. So. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, to be fair, they don't own Housemark. Housemark is it's an is an independent developer. They're like second, they're second party. Is, isn't it? Isn't doesn't isn't it going to come under the PlayStation Studios branding though? Or am I? I could I could see them purchasing them at some point, but as of right now, they're they're not part. It's it's under the PlayStation Studios branding though. Yeah, yeah. They own the IP, but but yeah, it's kind of like the Insomniac, like when like when they were making PlayStation games, but they weren't technically owned by sony like they're yeah like they made sunset overdrive yeah i mean yeah i i i agree with you though mitch i can see them sort of leaving this out to die in the same way that they have with dreams yeah that's my give it enough marketing um Mm. but yeah look we we should move on um You guys, I'm getting a PS5 story. We've yeah. I just want to say one last thing. I'm I'm excited, and I may. uh, I've heard so much praise about this game that I may pick up Like a Dragon for PS5. Maybe Mm. Uh, it's a turn-based game, which is not usually my thing. 
but I'm considering it's gotten so much widespread praise. I've been enjoying Yakuza Zero, but I haven't been able to concentrate on it because of disco. Uh, Elysium, yeah. not disco, the genre. I'm sure that's distracting or, too. Because you're actually but anyway, I'm going excited. Let's move on. Yay! Dancing, dancing <laughs> up, you know. Do, 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 do. Yeah. Don't don't play um, both at the same time. I, don't... <laughs> I love you went do, 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 and then. Psh. Yeah. Uh, right. Okay. Next up, uh, uh, the new Bioshock game, which we know is coming, Bioshock Four. Um, it's kind of the worst kept secret in the industry at the moment, uh, I believe. <laughs> That's uh, true. Is it? Is it even? Didn't they like actively confirm that they are making a new Bioshock game like a I while have back? No idea. Did they? I'm pretty really sure do. they like actually. I'm pretty sure like it's not um, what's his face like behind it any Ken anymore? Like he's Ken Levine. It's not Ken Levine this time, but I know Two K have essentially like quietly confirmed in a press release that yeah, we are doing it. We're just not going to sh- right. show anything. Well, but, anyway, the, the big yeah, yeah, the, the big news that. this week is. Uh, is that it's reportedly? I, I really should get the source on this, but uh, reportedly it's set in an open world. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, if you guys want to give somebody wants to give me your thoughts on that real quick, and I will look up the source. Um, um look, mm-hmm. I, I I posted it into the Discord, but like, is it is it that hard to have like a, a linear sing, like a semi linear single player game nowadays? Nope, like not. Everything's, everything's <laughs> going to be open world now. Everything yeah, seems yeah. to be open world, like like even even The Last of Us, because like Naughty Dog are like some of the like you know the, they like are probably some of the most linear developers of all time, and even they have like open world segments and stuff, yeah, and wide open areas in that game. So like, if you're if, if you, <laughs> yeah, if you're looking for the source, it's, it says it was first reported by PC Games and a job listing for a senior writer developer at Cloud Chamber asked. Ask for someone who can weave impactful character-driven stories in an open-world setting. So that confirms right. that it's open. So it's not like uh, it's not like an actual sort of report confirmation no. or anything like that. It's just a job listing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I'm I'm kind of with you, Mitch. Um, I you know linear games uh, seem like a dying breed at this point. Mm. Yeah. which is a shame because those are some of my favorite kinds of games uh, i'm yeah like i think it's i don't think it's a hot take to be getting kind of tired of open world games in general i i i like sem, semi like open world games like games that balance the two like i don't want every game to be red dead redemption but like i kind of like like for example like the batman arkham games like you get there's a map enough of a map to explore I mean, let me say asylum asylum like like yeah, is it linear yeah, yeah. but there's enough of a map like you can explore at other areas or maybe uncharted look you're in or last of us part two like you're putting in a set but you have enough of an area to explore you know what i mean so it's not really open world but it's like you have enough to like really sure. maybe find collectibles more like the last or, of us part I, two whereas like arkham yeah. asylum arkham asylum there's still a lot of backtracking and that kind of thing yeah yeah but, but like last, last of us part two, two still very yeah. linear but the environments are more open yeah and Uncharted is like that too, yeah. or not not four, but yeah. Hmm. It's, I think, I mean to sort of like sidestep from the open world thing again and sort of talk about like what's the setting of this game possibly going to be because they've they've done underwater, they've done in the air, they they can't really do in space be, like the next logical step in space because that would just be system shock, which On the- is the thing that they based off of. On the ground. So. 
well, then what's the point? <laughs> what's, the point? The what's the point? <laughs> Just be a regular RPG then. Yeah. Maybe like a city. Maybe the, I could see it like being an oligarch in a city. Well, they did. They, they got... did. They did two games under war, so they could just do another one in the sky. They they said it was a completely new setting, though. So. Oh right. I could see it being a city, so, honestly. Like. Yeah. That would be kind of. I mean, because like I, I feel like part of the whole appeal of Bioshock is you know that opening segment where you're in you know the hot air balloon or the the capsule and you sort of like you're in the clouds or the misty sea and then like you know that all fades away and you see like the bright neon lights and signs of rapture or uh columbia was it called in internet like sure, yeah. you know they, they kind of like go for those like big theatrical moments like oh this is the setting yeah because you know like by the setting of bioshock arguably drives the story yeah it'll just be it'll just be fucking wakanda you know it'll just be in a mountain <laughs> but uh like <laughs> like was was bioshock like like I never played Infinite yet. It's the one I haven't beat yet. Uh, was mm. it good? Like, was there a good setting for it? Like, like was yeah. it like in the light it. sky yeah. and open setting? But was what that, it, was it? I, I, yeah. I, sorry, I, I feel like where Infinite differed is that because like the first two Bioshock games, their settings were like really crucial to their story. Like exactly, setting yeah. sort of dictated the story. In Infinite, it seems more so that the story dictates the setting. Mm-hmm. Because like it's a it's a much heavier focus on story and characters in that game yeah. than any previous Bioshock game. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna, like I'm not going to say what they do with the setting or one off, but they do some pretty interesting things. Yeah, because that, that where yeah. like major sorry like where major story beats happen and then that impacts the setting mm-hmm. or like what you see and then you yeah, go I'm, like super uh, into like open world Bioshock, but. I can't say I'm against it either. I'm kind of just like a wait and see approach here. Like if I see trailers mm-hmm. and it looks pretty fun, then I don't mind. Yeah. But Bioshock was definitely built on like being a very narrow game, so I'm interested how they would make that switch. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't even I wouldn't even say it was narrow. Like in Infinite was narrow, but like at least with Bioshock, you know, depending on the level, they'd give you like you know the whole area to explore. Like they they. Pretty, pretty sizable areas in Bioshock as well. Yeah, true. That's true. But, for, but for the first two though, I I really like the claustrophobic like mm. horror horror feel of it, like the linear nature yeah. of it. I don't know. I, yeah. I I haven't played Infinite yet, so I don't know. But like I I I, I prefer Bioshock to be like that personally. No, but, yeah, I, yeah. I'm with you on that. Yeah. So maybe maybe I, you can do an open world that's like, like I said, like like if you can do like a city, like you can do like segments that are like like a subway section or like you can do. Yeah, I mean, I was about to say that as well. Like, you know, like for possible settings, they could do something like, oh, maybe it's on a train, on a plane, on a. What? What? You would not eat that. Are we remaking planes, trains, and automobiles? It's just green eggs and ham. Yeah, he would not eat them plasmids, Mr. Whatever his name is, Mr. Sam I am. Not in a box, not with a fox, not here or there, not anywhere. Not with an Andrew Scott or whatever the hell his name is in the first um, Bioshock. So are Andrew we gonna have Fontaine. Fontaine. So are, nice are we gonna have driving in a Bioshock game? I oh no, don't even make me think about it. <laughs> are we gonna have a Batmobile sections in the Bioshock game? We've got to have that. that it's not sections. it's not an open world game unless we're playing uh, tanks 3D at least like t- for 20 <laughs> hours, right? <laughs> I know. 
but we'll, we'll, we'll get sidetracked. We'll get sidetracked. Yeah. So we'll yeah. talk about <laughs> We really need to go back. It's, it's, like, an interesting, it's an interesting thing. indeed report. And like, it's, it'll be, uh, I'm curious what they'll do and, and how they'll turn Bioshock from this semi-narrow, a claustrophobic series to something that's more wider. They already kind of did that with Infinite because there are some like larger outdoor areas. Um, but I don't know. Um, I, I'm just not sure what to expect out of this if, if yeah. they do actually do it, right? I a lot of the a lot of the vibes and like I'm pretty sure there's been other reports saying that it's like gonna be like a full on RPG as well with like, you know, you being able to like with dialogue choices and stuff, which I'm not a fan of either because I feel like that kind of just that 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 isn't what Bioshock is about. Like they're about strict linear um, you know, stories and themes. Like politically well, speaking, especially. It does have yeah. some it does have some RPG elements, like when you you know you, you can like customize you can, you can like do certain skills and things like that. It has customize. yeah, like it has RPG light elements, but not to the point of like essentially being a fallout game. Because Yeah, yeah. What we've heard, this is essentially a fallout game. Like it's gonna be like a big bombastic setting, hopefully, and it's gonna be an open world, you're gonna have mm -hmm. like dialogue choices and stuff. And so what if they call it Bioshock seventy six? Well, that's actually not a. That's actually. I can actually see a like a wasteland setting for this game. Actually, now that you, you mentioned yeah. it, which then essentially would just be a full out game. Which in the end, what's that's what the they point? are anyway. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the next piece of uh, a news, uh, Resident Evil showcase was yesterday on the day of recording. It was on Thursday. Um, so yeah, we, uh, Mitch, Dory, and I, we watched it. Uh, we did a reaction stream, so you can go and check out the uh, the recording of that, which is on the YouTube channel, if you uh, if you like. Um, but yeah, we're just gonna recap sort of what happened. So they announced a new demo, um, which Jesus fucking Christ. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is already not great. Uh, PlayStation owners will have early access to the demo. Um. I don't, Mitch, you probably know more about this than I do. do you... No, I, I, <laughs> I um... believe I believe it comes out to, to well, the podcast. Well, I don't know. Like we 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 upload on Sunday, so as of today, it's yeah, it would be yesterday, the seventeenth of April. It's going up at like yeah. eight eight p.m. and uh, eight p.m. our time and like Eastern Standard Time. So for Europe, it's like two in the morning or something, and then uh, so we get I, like. What, we get eight hours early access to the demo before yeah, Xbox so. and stuff. Is it is it is it early access or is it you only have eight hours to actually do the demo? Because I've because the impression no. I got was that you have the in those eight hours you can. It's that is the only available. You have eight hours. You have eight hours to download it, but I, I, but the demo is only thirty minutes, I believe. I think that's okay. how it works. You only have eight but hours to download it. But it, but it's not like you only have those eight hours to play the demo, and then after that you're stuffed, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, it's it's really confusing. Like, uh, I think they confusing. I think they did those times because it's so then Asia it's like five p.m. for them. So it, I think that's what they were going for. It kind of screws with all everybody else. Out and I mean, like I said, like I kind of said in the reaction stream, it kind of feels like. The reason it's so complicated is because they had some kind of contractual obligation to Sony to give them yeah. early access to the demo. Okay, so um, 
So what I'm yep. reading right now, when I'm reading 30 minutes, we got a 30, 30 minute demo, April 17 for us in America. Ours, mm-hmm. ours is at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, 8, 8 p.m. 8, yep. 8 p.m. Oh, shit. That's tomorrow. Yeah, it's tomorrow. And then it ends April 18th at 1. So we only have that one evening to play the game. And then in Europe, yeah, exactly. Europe, Listen, Europe, yeah. gets, Europe gets it April 18. Europe gets it at 7 p.m. And then they have until 3 a.m. Well, I know what day. my first game on uh, play, PlayStation is going to be. Apparently, if you're only demo. giving me eight hours to play a demo, I'm not just I'm just not going to fucking bother unless it's a demo for fucking Resistance yeah. Four. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I'm good. And that's and that's only yeah. the vill- that's only the village demos. Next week on the 24th, at the same time, right. we get the castle demo, and then the oh. week after that. We get both, but it's sixty minute demo. I think that's I, I'm looking right on the PlayStation blog. I think and then I the week it. after yeah. that we get the courtyard demo, and the week after that we get the greenhouse well, demo. Well, the week after that I'd be out, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's <laughs> just keep dropping oh, yeah. demos. Uh, um, I think I got it. I think I got it. Yeah. So tomorrow, yeah. well, yesterday, uh, this is the podcast. Yes. Well, that's that whole fucking mess. Um, that's yeah, a mess. <laughs> but also. I, one quick thing, I, I feel like Capcom went, oh, it's the 8th Resident Evil, let's completely screw over the customers, and literally everyone in, you know, in Europe and other countries, because, you know, I've only got, like, from 3am till 11am to play it, and I've got uni that day, so I've got, I, I, I'm gonna have to, like, get up early to squeeze it in, but, um... And I get to, like, come home, I get to relax, put my feet up, play at 8pm, nice evening time, get a nice drink... Play for you like all, all night. <laughs> uh, yeah, but um, one thing I did yeah. want to point out as well in the uh, the trailer, the new trailer for the game, uh, one of the lines mm-hmm. at the end of the trailer, Ethan says something along the lines of "just do me and finish the job," which definitely can't be taken out of context at all. Uh, totally normal thing for a person to I, say. I've, I've definitely had that. that reaction to a couple of different trailers. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like um, before we move on, I feel like one of the things that's sort of interesting to talk about is and and, and kind of humorous is the fact that we, we we're getting another um, driving segment in this game. I don't know for how long, but yeah, you were you know, very excited about that driving segment. I was. I was. <laughs> I was unbelievably happy that we got another driving segment. You know, like get out of the way, tall lady. I, I want my you know Ethan busting through walls with another station wagon or something in Take my that, game. Yeah. You know, Dude, like yeah. I love. I love how hokey it is. If it's very Resident Evil, if it's not hokey mm-hmm. in a way, like I just love. It. And like, I, I apparently. I don't know the villain, the guy with the hat. Like he reminds me of the bad guy from Final Fantasy 15 for some reason. I don't know. Yeah, that's what I said. Just... That's what I said. Uh, Arden. Uh, I, I think he's the big furry guy with the big axe because he has the axe in the trailer. I think he turns into that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's. Right. I feel like a lot of I've seen other people say the same thing too, and I feel like that's. And, it, uh, it might be the implication. Um, yeah, because he controls but... the werewolf guys. It... And, yeah. It, and uh, like and he cooks crystal meth, right? <laughs> and, they're, yeah. and they're not even they're not even trying to make the lady sexual like they're they know what they're doing like it's yeah. so hokey. Uh, they ended the they ended the fucking trailer with her suggestively walking away 
you know so i, I know what they're saying, doing if they're putting it out there they know what they're doing at this point yeah yeah they even they made a reference to it the host made a reference to like oh the internet yeah, would like shit. that or something like that yeah, yeah they know what they're doing but yeah, they know although one I, thing i do like from like really quick is that i on a serious note i do like that they're developing ethan's character a lot more like in seven yeah. he was just like the driving like he was just you experiencing horror like they didn't really try with his character in this game he actually mm. is a character you know what I mean? Yeah. Like seven yeah, was basically I, a VR game, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like, you know, like I feel like it makes sense that they're going this route now. Like they're, yeah. Uh, again, I'm not gonna say anything, but like from some of the leaks and spoilery stuff I've seen, they're definitely taking more risks with this game, mm-hmm. which I feel like is a natural progression from what they did with seven because you know that that played it fairly safe and contained. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but I feel like, you know, one speaking speaking of risks, um slightly, um, I feel like it looks like they've also altered Chris's face model as well, um, to actually mm. match that a bit more of Resident Evil Seven, which I'm happy with because I, I feel like I'm one of the like three people on planet Earth who actually kind of prefer Chris's um look in RE seven than to whatever the fuck he was in Resident Evil five and six. Mm. Um but they definitely like they seem to like have found like a, a decent uh, middle ground between you know his face model from RE Seven and you know his sort of like bigger physique from you know previous games before that. He kind of looks like the one from the movie that he was in with Leon when they were doing yeah, genre yeah, style the, fighting the, zombies. The yeah, not like his yeah. hairstyle especially. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Speaking like, of, I, mo- sorry, I'm. No. In terms of. I, I use this as a segue. Like, they're definitely don't steal, copying... my, don't steal my segue. No, I'll, I'll you just do it. <laughs> Speaking of movies, um, oh shit, it's not a movie, is it? I can't do the it's segue. Silly. It's a series. <laughs> it's a series. They keep, keep flip flopping between it themselves because they like they announced it as a movie. No, they announced it as a series. Then they called it a movie. Then they're calling it a series again. So I think it's a movie. It's just no. It's a series. It is a series. It's a series. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> the Resident Evil Infinite Darkness series. They gave like a new trailer for that uh, or a new thing. But it's like zombies in the White House. I don't know. The thing that I said yep. um, during the the stream was that I'm I like the animation style. I think more video game like movies and series and stuff should adopt that video game graphics style yeah. of animation where. It looks like a video, cause like, see, if they did an Uncharted movie, but it actually looked like Nathan Drake, it was just like a whole. That's what I want video game movies to be—just mm. like a two-hour video game cinematic. Yeah, that's what I liked about Final Fantasy VII Advent Children—that they just use CGI. Yeah, and it feels like it's part of the world and everything. But, uh, this is the fifth one they've done now, or it's a movie. It's not a movie. Yet. It's, 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 the, it's like the it's the fourth um CG thing they've done. I'm is it the sure. fourth or the fifth? Is it the fourth? It's, it's the fourth because the John Wick one, which was the last one, was the third. I'm okay, yeah, sure, you're so right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Yep. So Leon's been in all of them, and Claire's. This is mm-hmm. the second one. Leon, uh, Claire's in. Uh, it takes mm-hmm. place four years after Resident Evil Four, so it takes no, place I, in two. Was it two years? Was it two years? I thought they said four years. I'm not sure yeah. if they said before. Off. It's 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 after four. It takes place after in two thousand six. That's what I know. It takes place so, in two thousand six. Yeah, I think it's, that's what I heard. Yeah. 
Because Resident Evil 4 takes place in 2005, so it means it would be a year after Resident Evil 4. Mid 2000s. We'll, okay. we'll settle on that. It, Mid to late. So, yeah, anyway, uh, the president is the president of is the. So that's the Resident Evil 4 connection there. Because uh, mm -hmm. uh, the, the president that dies in Resident Evil 6 in the beginning of the game is a different president. So, this, so there's a kind of a connection to 6, too, because Leon's working for the White House. Um, uh, that does not sound like the Resident Evil games that I have played. <laughs> yeah, 6, uh, he, he's a, he works for the... Yeah, he's, you remember, this, remember in 6, like, the president's a zombie, right, in the beginning of the game? I, I don't think... I've, have you played 6? Really? Who has played six? Come on. I beat it. Like I'm talking to, I'm talking to James. Like you don't remember Listen, that? Uh I swear Resident Evil is just the fast and furious of uh video game franchises. Like it goes no, from wow. a totally normal zombie game to like What do you mean normal? Space. Resident Evil has never when, been normal series and they 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 run with it. Always. When okay. when Resident Evil has Tyrese Gibson screaming as he's shot into space in a <laughs> In a buffed out car or something, then then I'll agree with you. But I mean, this is the same series. Did you watch the? You guys probably haven't seen the movies besides uh, Mitch, but there's a scene where like Leon's fighting zombie dogs on the highway, and he, and he like shoots the zombie dogs, and they crash into the truck, and it makes the truck fly like 20 <laughs> feet in the air and explode. And Chris and <laughs> Chris and Leon fight zombies like John Wick, and it, it's like it's hilarious. And like this no, is I, I... and the climax. The, the bad guy and Chris like shoot each other, run in circles. And... I've seen yeah, that. I saw that. I've seen that. Yeah, yeah that's great. That's Resident Evil. Where, that's can Resident I, Evil. where can I watch these movies? I think they're on Netflix in certain countries. Uh, I don't think so. Not, uh, my, I, I, not I, this country. I, I, I know. I know the um Vendetta, the newest one with the truck exploding and the John Wick stuff is on Netflix. I'm not sure if it's in Netflix in Australia, but I'm pretty sure it's in. Netflix in Japan. Vendetta, the that's the one with the white mask and the gunpowder plot treason, right? That's the one with Natalie Portman? Okay. Alright. Semi-serious comment. I do hate this title because uh, clearly they ripped off uh, Tetsuya Nomura uh, and Kingdom Hearts. Uh, this should be a fucking Kingdom Hearts title. Infinite Darkness should absolutely be Kingdom Hearts 4 subtitle or something. Uh, that's all I have to say about this ridiculous series. Wouldn't it be funny... Would it be funny if Trump was like the president in this in this movie? Like they did something like a squish. Fabular. We've had zombies like in the White House a... in two different senses. Anyway, I feel like I mean no, actually I'm not going to comment on that because that just derailed the entire conversation. But I feel like one thing I'm <laughs> one thing that really weirds me out about this movie is that they've gotten the um voice act voice actors for Leon on Leon on. Fuck me, Leon and Claire from the RE2 remake in this yeah. movie as well, and because I'm not used to seeing you know this older Leon without Matthew Mercer's voice or something like that. I prefer Resident Evil Four voice actor. Yeah, I, that's I my favorite him. Leon. That's my favorite. Yeah, Leon. I, 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 mean, think Mer I think Matthew that. Mercer sounds similar to him, but not. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's just more because I'm more used to Matthew Mercer. It, just it's funny the, because the I thought I, I thought Matthew Mercer was the voice of Leon for the longest time, and I didn't. And I was insisting really? when I was replaying RE4 a couple of years ago with my partner oh, no. last year, I was I was like, no, it's it's Matt Mercer, you know, the guy behind Critical right. Role, and and uh, and I look it up, and I'm like, it's not. They only changed that <laughs> in six. 
Uh, and I felt like my whole <laughs> life had been a lie. I thought yeah. I thought he'd I thought he was always Leon. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. To me, to me, Paul Mercier has always been Leon because That's That's Resident Evil yeah. Four, Resident Evil Degeneration, Resident Evil Side Chronicles. Those are games I grew up with. He's in the, the salesman too. He's the fucking salesman. And he's the well. merchant. Yeah, the merchant. I don't know. So the, to me, he's really? always Measly on yeah. What? Yeah. He voices the merchant. He's got a range. Oh James shit! I really didn't know that. Sorry, oh, this is where James this... is so disappointed with us. We've lost the plot. No, but Dory, <laughs> this is where you do your famous impersonation. Oh, okay. <clears throat> what are you buying? What there are you selling? Is. What are you selling? <laughs> What are you buying? What are you selling? Christopher Walken. Terrible. Christopher Walken. Come on, Leon. Call me a Buffy. I've gone back to hating Mitch. I don't care about Doom anymore. Mitch is dead to me. But uh, I I really recommend the CG movies. Like they're pretty good, honestly. Like they're not like sh- they're not a shit show. Like they're live action movies. Uh, yeah. right. Listen, we're not going to talk about the Dead by Daylight thing because nobody cares. Um, we, we skipped uh, mercenaries. Yeah, that's I was good. That's <laughs> oh. we're not going to talk about the Dead by Daylight thing, but we're going to talk about uh, mercenaries. James, uh, nobody cares me, about yeah. nobody cares about Dead by I Daylight. Do. Come on, I don't I care. Do. I don't do. care about you, Mitch. No, uh, Mitch, we don't even. We're so light on details. We don't even know who is even being that's added. True, to it. That's true. That's we true. We just announced a collaboration, and that's it. We, that's we're it. getting. No, I announced one big thing. We're getting a collectible pin or something that we can get. Oh, in I'm game. sorry. I'm so sorry. Wow, a collectible pin. <laughs> fucking pin. Anyway, uh, Resident Evil Mercenaries uh, is Mercenaries is back. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. mercenaries is cool. Oh, uh, mercenary mode, so good. I'm mm. a big fan. Uh, fuck it, yeah. Um, great, <laughs> great conversation. Yeah, no. Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> well, this is like the moment of the showcase for us. We've, like when we had... saw mercenaries, I think me and Mitch both got really hyped. Of course. Mm. Yeah. We've had mercenary mode since like Resident Evil Three, the original Resident Evil. Like oh, so wow, every really? game since. Yeah, I thought it originated in four. No, three. No, even no, three. No. Had, even three had one a time limit wow. game. Yeah. It's, did three call it the mercenaries? Did, did, it didn't call did it they that. Call it, yeah. It didn't call it that. But, but it basically was what it. It's basically the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like I, I think, I, I think this is probably like I'm definitely gravitate more towards this form of mercenaries though, where you've got like waves instead of just like constantly getting enemies thrown at you in an arena. Like that, that got stale to me, at least to me, after a while. But I'm, I'm, you know, fairly happy with it. You know, you being under the clock, but you also, you know defeating a certain number of enemies within a time limit and then getting to move yeah. on and upgrade. Hang on a second. Like waved based zombie modes. Where have I heard that before? Hmm. Well that's right. Well, Every single zombie thought... game ever made. And it's Resident Evil, so therefore it's good by yeah, default. First of all, they're not zombies. Like Resident Evil 4. Alright. They're Ganados. Get it right. Life in this game but, uh, and and vampires and, and tall ladies and stuff yeah. you know like there's no zombies so get it right that's but... ridiculous yeah I, i'm i'm offended you would even suggest there are zombies in this game this is a non-zombie game non-zombie household we do not support zombies in this household. thank you but you forgot to start I, that sentiment think... by saying um actually <laughs> damn it <laughs> but I, wow you just um actually me about me not saying um actually if you think about yeah. it yeah oh, so I love Resident Evil 4 is my favorite game of all time, and one of the reasons 
mercenary mode of Resident Evil 4 is one of my favorite like side modes I've ever played. Uh, I probably put a hundred hours in that originally. Jesus. My friends, my friends, all we did was play as uh, play mercenaries, like with Car- like you can, you can play as like Albert Wesker and Ada Wong and Jack Krauser and things like that. And it was really fun because everybody had their own set of moves and it was really challenging, but really fun. Uh, this is different because it's first person, so uh, I don't. This is going to feel like a first-person shooter, probably, because it's very fast-paced. That's going to be different. Uh, but apparently, there's the, and it has, like, a merchant. So that, you, that, that was going to be the segue I was going to do, is that they're doing Resident Evil 4 again with the merchant. Like, it's a big, big fat guy. Uh, I don't know. Do you, do you guys know his name? I don't know his uh, name. I, I think it's... Yeah. He reminded I me of the guy... He reminded me of the big fat vampire from Blade. Do you, you know what I'm talking about? Vaguely, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure. Yeah, so, and apparently you can, uh, there's power upgrades and you can buy weapons in between rounds and things like that. That That's yeah. new. Yeah, no, I, I'd say I'm, you know, somewhat interested in it. I, it's really just a matter of, like, getting to wait and see. Like, I, I'm ex- not expecting to put, like, hundreds of hours into the yeah. game mode, um, unless it, you know, surprises me. But I can sure as hell expect to spend more time in that game mode than, um than whatever the hell Ari versus yeah i'll probably put more time in this mercenary mode than the actual game itself because you know resident Evil games never i'll probably beat this game Mm. like seven hours and then and then you'll probably another 10 in this yeah maybe so i think um crap what was i gonna say i think that because with the deluxe edition you like or at least They've got a um extra like the the hardest difficulty or whatever like I think they mentioned it in the um deluxe edition breakdown or whatever but supposedly that they're toying around with at the moment like the possibility of like that um the difficulty like the hardest difficulty possibly having like some roguelite elements in terms of like where enemy placement and bosses are which mm-hmm. could be interesting because you know like the madhouse difficulty in um re7 that was probably my that's probably my favorite um hardest difficulty mode in a game ever just because of how mm-hmm. much like i didn't find like the normal difficulty of re7 outside of you know like a few select moments that's scary like especially with um repeat playthroughs yeah but, Madhouse, man. Mm. Yeah. That game was not scary, except for, like, the beginning, when you're getting chased, and you're kind of defenseless. Higher than that. Yeah. Yeah, it's not that scary. It turns into Call of Duty later on. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Pretty much. First first hour is intensely scary, and I got very, very frightened. Uh, And then Mm. uh, everything, uh, it it was on a gradual slope from there until the last few hours where I didn't feel... Although... To be fair, that's every Resident Evil game. Like you always yep. start off with just a handgun, and by the end you have a grenade launcher, yep. or a machine gun. If you and if you if you were smart with your ammo, you, you're probably gonna cruise through the endings of any Resident Evil game. Yeah, that's always been my Yeah. Are you guys ready to move on? Yep. Yep. Cool. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no. Sorry. Yeah. All right. So, um, so the game this week. Uh, we're going to move on to the game now. So the game this week, I don't know what the name for it is. Uh, I know a couple of people have written into the MinMax show with this game in the past. Um, but basically what I'm going to do is I've stitched together the names of two different games. And mm. I've stitched I've create, I've stitched together the descriptions of the games as well. I'm going to read out the description and you have to tell me 
what the name of the game is. So, for example, if I told you the description of this game was All hell breaks loose when a rookie attorney finds himself stranded in space after his mining ship comes into contact with a mysterious alien artifact. What would the name of that game be? Uh, Dead Ace Attorney in Space. Dead Attorney at Space? Dead Space Attorney. Dead Space Attorney, okay. Okay. Okay, so we can like take some liberties with like what what basically it's like they 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 join together in the middle okay the two names um because it's like dead space ace attorney you get it okay (laughs) terrible but yeah let's go go. go. she combined two games okay yeah yeah all right so the first one um you guys can keep score amongst yourselves whatever um right Five friends set sail on a holiday diving trip in New York City. As the day unfolds and a new villain rolls in, their trip soon changes into something much more sinister and terrifying, forcing them to rise up and save the city. So can we theorize about what games are in that first before we find the title, or do we just okay, have to try the title? Yeah. That just feels like... That was kind of vague. It feels like a lot of games. You know what I mean? Like uh, yeah, I, well, I got I got Man of Medan feelings from it. Mm, mm, my, yeah, my, my, am I halfway yeah. on there, James? Man of Medan? I got Man of Medan. Oh damn it! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. I I feel like. Oh wait. I feel like because because I got some Insomniac Spider-Man vibes from like the sinister Rise Up New York City stuff. No, so what? like, are we? Yeah. Are we okay, going for? Let's work as a team. Spider- Spider Man of the Dan. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Never mind. Hey, we got it. All right. When a former investigative journalist returns to the city of glass to say a final farewell to his best friend, it soon becomes clear that he'll need to dart up walls, zip down wires, and make death defying leaps from rooftop to rooftop in order to outrun his troubled history. Can you repeat the second half of that again? Because I'm, sure. I'm I'm torn between two games. It soon becomes clear that he'll need to dart up walls, zip down wires, and make death-defying leaps from rooftop to rooftop in order to outrun his troubled history. Okay, I feel like the second half is Mirror's Edge. That's that's oh, the vibe I'm that, getting. That makes sense. I, I was I thinking was, Sunset. Uh, I was thinking Sunset Overdrive. I was thinking Overdrive. Ooh, yes. Because he said slide down so, the yeah. wires. You don't slide down wires in Mirror's Edge, I don't think. Yeah, I mean, you've got, like, like a zip wire. Like, you know, into, like, wires. Yeah, and cable I guess that. Yeah. I was yeah. thinking, like, on the rail, like, ratchet. Yeah, true. I mean, originally, I was getting, like, infamous vibes of the sip down Yeah, wire. that was my stuff. first was thought. Too. And then, yeah. Yeah, but no. Uh, so, uh, so what do we think? Either Sunset Overdrive or Mirror's Edge for the second half. That's what we're going to as a team, right? Because... <laughs> Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. We kind of have to. So one. Yeah. Um. What's the what? first first half of the? Something city of blocks. Yeah. You want me to read it again? Yeah, the first yeah, half. It's the first half. When a former investigative journalist returns to the city of glass to say oh, a final farewell to that his sounds best like, friend. Well, no, it's not Alan Wake because he wasn't a journalist. He was an author. Writer. Yeah. Writer. Um. Former investigative journalist returns to the city of glass. I feel like I've heard the city of glass thing before. I just forget where. 
I'm blanking on uh, the last part, honestly. Hmm. I sound like very deja vu. Like I feel like I know it. Um. Hmm. I'm gonna just say Infamous Edge. Infamous Edge. Like mirror, Infamous and Mirror's Edge. No, infamous the names edge. the names need to combine. Well, I was combining them. Infamous Edge. Yeah, infamous that's mirror's not how it edge. works. It, it needs to be like the names need that? to be within each other. Like Spider-Man of Madame. Isn't it? Yeah, okay, fine, whatever. Uh, so it Mir would be like Infamous... Uh, Infamous Mirror's Edge. I don't. I don't. I don't think it's Infamous and Mirror's Edge because they they'd be one of like they're both they'd both be relegated to the second half. Not that they wouldn't correlate to the first half with the investigative journalist. Um. Do you want to help? Oh shit! Wait, hold on. No, the City of Glass is from Mirror's Edge. That's what it is. Um, I think. So, investigative oh, Damn. Investigative Sorry. journalist returns to the city of Glot. Can you repeat the whole thing again, please? Hope I haven't made this one too difficult. Um, when a <laughs> form when a former investigative journalist returns to the city of Glass to say a final farewell to his best friend, it soon becomes clear that he'll need to dart up walls, zip down wires, and make death-defying leaps from rooftop to rooftop in order to outrun his troubled history. It's just, I mean, if we were to take this as like one game as a whole, it'd be the wildest game. <laughs> It sounds, um, like a, it sounds like Assassin's Creed in the second part too, but not no, the wire. I, I mean, I'm not the wire. Yeah, I'm I'm ninety percent sure though that Mirror's Edge is one of those. Pretty sure. Too. Yeah. Yeah. I guess getting in the journalist part. That's what's killing um, me. Yeah. If I may make a what suggestion. A... Yes. Instead of focusing so much on the description, try and find a game. This title fits with what you think the second half is. That didn't help. I'm sorry. I'm I'm totally blank on this one. I can't lie. I think you should give us the answer, James. Yeah, I would move on now. We're done with this. You want to give up on this one? Yeah. Yeah. I got nothing. We're blank on the investigation. It's Twin Mirror's Edge Catalyst. Oh! oh! I never played Twin Mirrors, but yeah, he was an investigator. Like a that makes trailer, sense. So. I would never have yeah. thought of that. Uh, yeah. I have three more. Uh, if, I play, if I played it, I probably would have got that. Honestly. Okay. Uh, a half-human, half-demon hunter for hire must make the last stand must make the last stand to save humanity after the world has been ravaged by a series of climatic disasters. Aliens have returned with an invasion force bent on nothing less than the total annihilation of mankind. And the hunter, armed with his father's sword and his trusty guns, sets out to defeat them. Devil so May Devil Cry, May Cry is to um, destroy all humans? Uh, Devil May Humans? I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, so it's Devil May Cry, destroy all humans? No, because they'd, they'd have to flow sleep. I feel like you're not getting the concept of this story. Uh, probably not. You're probably right. Uh, I think Min Max did this, and I still and I didn't get it then, so I'm probably not going to get it now either. Um, yeah, I can lie. I'm, I'm not getting it either. I say that. So the other game title has to either start with "Cry" or "Devil." Is so. 
Oh, Mitch I get it now. It's Spider-Man of Medan. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now mm -hmm. I understand. Hmm, okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, what themes have Cry in them besides Devil May Cry? Oh. I get it. It's not Cry of Fear, because that's more Silent Hill than Aliens. Um... Devil May Cry Isolation? It's not no. Half-Life. Half-Life doesn't have it. I'm thinking like, yeah, it has to, to be like a game title that begins with something. Like that I can read cry. the description again if you want. Sure, 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 sure. A half-human, half-demon, hunter for hire, must make the last stand to save humanity. After the world has been ravaged by a series of climatic disasters, aliens have returned with an invasion force bent on nothing less than the total annihilation of mankind. And the hunter, armed with his father's sword and his trusty guns, sets out to defeat them. Game of Aliens. Duke yeah, Nukem? It's not, it really sounds Doom? like the story all humans to me. There's Doom. Doom no, that's Demons. Uh, Duke Nukem? That's Aliens. Um, mm. Res could it be Resistance? Resistance, resistance is Aliens. Is it James? Now it's James. He likes Resistance. So keep that in mind. <laughs> uh, Devil May so Cry how 3. We, wait, how do we, um, how do we make that fit? So Devil May yeah, Cry and Resistance. Devil May Cry Resistance? Never might cry three because the resistance three. I don't know. <laughs> I made it worth a shot. James has dumped us twice now. All right, yeah. Can you can you give us a hint? Are we like somewhat warm on the second one or? <laughs> no. Okay. Wow. Shut down. I can't think of a lot of aliens. You've got, you've got the first half though. Yeah, okay. I, I knew it had to be Devil May Cry. Even I know that. I would judge you if no one. I would judge whoever. <laughs> Honestly, uh, uh, think of alien games. Oh, alien invasion games where like they've already conquered Earth is the thing. Oh, maybe no, not World World War Z is a is a Zombies. zombie. Yeah, yeah. There's not a lot of alien games. I think about it, or I'm just like totally blinking. Yeah, I'll I'll say it's a, an older game, not as old as Devil May Cry, but it's an older game. Like PS3 era. Uh, and it's not resistance, huh? Um, see, I was, PS3 kind of like that, that that era kind of like went over my head, honestly. And I and I and I dropped off of gaming well around that time. That was, I was an Xbox fan back then. It was on yeah. Xbox as well, I think. It's Probably. not Devil May Cry of Fear, no. Um, not Lost it's not Lost Planet. No. Devil May Cry That's, Lost Planet. Devil may cry. The devil may cry about a lost planet that he lost because he misplaced it. <laughs> that was an alien invasion. That was a, you were on the aliens. Mm. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't. Oh, know. I think you've stopped, James. Yeah, yeah I'm. I'm sorry. Wait, wait, right. wait. It's a uh, devil may crisis two. Crisis. Oh no! Oh, I never played Crisis games. I never played it either. Oh, but that makes so much sense. All I, sense. All I know is Crisis One was the game where everybody, PCs when it came out. Everybody, um, everybody, what? Nobody actually played it. They just, they just oh. played it to brag about their PC. Oh god, that's right. That's right. All right. All this this, it runs this right next through. one, this next one's easier. I guarantee it. Uh, <laughs> set in an alternate 1951. The world has been ravaged by an alien menace. 
play as the apex predator of the seas, a terrifying shark, to push back the alien invasion. Man the one eater. Um, eater. Mm-hmm. I'd so I'd say that'd be the second one. So the first title would have to end with man, possibly. Nineteen fifty one. Nineteen fifty one. Alternative Destroy all 1951. Wait, Destroy all human eaters? No. Oh, fuck. Oh, that was a good guess. Destroy all human eaters. Oh, yeah. yeah. What else? What other alien games in the 50s? Yeah. It's the only one. Oh, it's Crisis 2, obviously. <laughs> Can it run Crisis? Um, uh, huh, this is a somewhat tricky one. Can you repeat it again? Set in an alternate 1951, the world has been ravaged by an alien menace. Play as the apex predator of the seas, a terrifying shark, to push back the alien invasion. Alien game. So it's another alien game. Uh, I know it's not Destroy All Humans 2 because... what? full of man-eater. There you go. Oh, there we go. That was in the 50s. Yeah, I, 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 I had no idea. I think yeah. you and Mitch have a, you and Mitch have like a wavelength of certain PS3 games. Yeah. You guys just play them, and just me, me and Dory just goes over. Honestly, yeah. The PS3 I, games I, always stop me in every game we play. I've never owned a PS3. I'll, I'll put that out there as well. I just know James, so I'm like, yeah. there's supposed to be in here somewhere. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, that's a good guess. I just didn't know it was in the 50s. Like that's what threw me off. Yeah. I didn't right. either, but I just went for it. <laughs> uh, for a second, there, I was worried that you guys didn't know the subtitle. Or resistance for the first one. Uh, right, yeah. so I've got one more. Uh, this one should be pretty easy as well. Um, right. London has fallen into an oppressive nightmare, but there's still a chance to trigger a wake-up call. Rally a colourful team of diverse and powerful heroes to use the city's tech and firepower against those pulling the strings in this exhilarating 6v6 team-based shooter. Well, one of them is Watchdog Legion. I think mm. an oppressive government in the UK. Yeah, and London. Well, can you repeat the first half again? Because I'm not sure if it said when, which London. London has fallen into an oppressive nightmare, but there's still a yeah. chance to trigger a wake-up call. Yeah. Okay. So the wake-up call. Yeah, that that sounds like Watch Dogs Legion. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, uh, we happy few. This kind of kind of sounds like we happy few a little bit. So 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 what's a 6v6 multiplayer game? Well it's not Overwatch. That's that's six? No. Hey, is uh, it? Could it be Apex? Wait, Apex. Overwatch Dogs Legion? There you go. Overwatch Dogs Legion. Yeah, it was a game. It was definitely Overwatch, so yeah. I thought you guys were to just completely walk past Overwatch there. <laughs> All right, so, I mean, we're I've, three for four, I've, right? We're three for four. I've, I've gotten, like, one of them in every round. So, there's that. It took me half. So it took me, like, a pick or two for me to even get it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, uh, three for five, that's not bad, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, those Two of those were maybe a bit too difficult. Um, but, yeah, uh, that concludes uh, the podcast for this week. Jeez, that was a long one. Um uh, right. Well, uh, no, it's probably, no. I wouldn't say it was a long one, honestly. We started a little late. To be fair. Sure, sure. Sure. Um, sure. 
But yeah, we had uh, Dory's review of the second DLC for The Outer Worlds, uh, Murder on Eridanos, go up this week. Uh, so check that out. That's on the channel. Um, if you like this podcast, subscribe to the podcast feed, uh, subscribe to the channel on YouTube, uh, where you can find more great content like that. Um, yeah, give us a rating on Apple Podcasts. Uh, give the video a thumbs up on YouTube uh, if you're watching the YouTube version and leave a comment. Uh, And yeah, thank you for uh, joining us once again. We'll see you next week. I will disappear. Goodbye. Bye. I won't see you guys next week. I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, we're back. Uh, and Dory, I believe, has a special announcement. Uh, announcement. <laughs> uh, now, but went a bit. Sean let's Connery let's there. start from the top on that one. <laughs> let's start from the top. Um, Time's there. <laughs> no, all right, we'll include this. In. We'll include this in. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll keep this in. All right, we have uh, a special. Fuck. Okay, we're not. Gonna... <laughs> I'll put it at the end. I'll put it at the end. Um. Yeah. All right, we're back. And uh, Dory has a special. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to keep it together. <laughs> I fucking done it. <laughs>